You're listening to the Jazz FM and Friends Late Night Show, the only place for hip-hop discussion and general chit-chat. Jazz was like, right, I'm going to ask you some questions on the podcast. And I was like, what? The tunes you were playing was unbelievable. <laughs> for me, he's the greatest of all time for many reasons. Can, can you answer you this on the this spot? Why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing that to me, man? Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, I've lost my call now. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to be able to do the maths there. They've got to work out. Rick Ross's <laughs> circumference where he wrote that bar and how long his legs have to <laughs> you know I mean? Kanye West's best album is the album you're listening to at the time. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping I'm just record. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz FM, playing all the best R&B and hip-hop 24-7. Hello and welcome. This is Jazz FM and Friends. This is the fifth episode in the podcast series. Tonight in the studio, I have Drew and Reese with me. I mean, there doesn't have to be any introduction tonight. I don't think anyway. No, straight no? off the back of the last one. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Back yeah. to back. Yeah, back to back. Uh, which is actually quite uh, ironic for the theme we're doing tonight, right? Yeah, uh, it is actually. Yeah, very yeah. clever. Very clever. So I mean, does uh, do, do one of you boys want to introduce what we're doing tonight? Go on, Reese. I'll let you, mate. Yeah, so um, so we're gonna so I think we're gonna do this moving forward. Hopefully, every four weeks, uh, kind of like an artist spotlight. So we're gonna do. We wanted to just start with a big one. Um, the fact that only really us three were available tonight, it was one. It's one that we all know a lot about, and it's Drizzy Drake. So it's Drake, do, yeah. yeah. Champagne Pappy. Champagne Pappy, superstar, pop star. <laughs> Whatever we go, you want to go by Whatever. at any given time. You know, I mean, he's just the boy. Biggest artist in the world, maybe? Yeah, well, he is the biggest artist in the world. Yeah, it's fact. He's smashed all the fast. records. Um, you know, he's the man from Toronto, brought up the six. Um, I've done my research about him, but yeah, I mean, that's who we'll be talking about tonight. Been doing research on him for the last oh, mate, 10 years. My, my Drake research now is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but I mean, Drake's sound has, uh, with Noah, 40, has been the soundtrack to probably the last 10 years of my life. For a lot of people's lives, I you mean. Mm. I mean, yeah, for a lot of people's lives. Yeah, for sure. I think we said in the last one that he's probably my most listened to artist, mm. for sure, since Eminem. And probably, to be honest with you, like, most listened to ever now. But yeah, he's, he's just the biggest guy in the world and he, everything he touches just oh, life works. works. Yeah, I've said before, like, I mean, obviously you have, uh, for anyone who don't know, it's him and Noah. Um, so 40 um, and then you have also his, uh, his manager Oliver so yeah that's the, right Oliver El Khatib yeah so they're, <laughs> they're the three who founded Ovio Sound yeah um, so I think just to kick it and off and you have I think I don't know if this is other who's, who's Future the Prince he's like oh, one of uh, his other managers or yeah, and DJs then he's got a couple of type uh, he's got like um, but Ovio's like 30 people strong Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, of course. Right. It's, it's a big crew. Um, it's massive. Boy Wonder, obviously, he, yeah, he, he's yeah, always yeah. with him. Yeah. Um, there's another guy called Gadget, who's like the mixer. Um, Is yeah. Boy Wonder actually part of Ovio? Because I know that obviously he's collaborated with him a lot of times, but I didn't know he was actually. Yeah, from, from yeah, from what I know, he's okay. you know he's set in stone in Ovio. Nice. Um, Boy Wonder's such a good producer. Oh, ridiculous! Yeah, obviously, he's he done the um, the mixtape. If, yeah. you're, if you're reading this, it's yeah, too late. yeah, yeah, and that's probably one of my my favourite mixtapes. Well, when we heard because we we both spoke recently, you, you know about Kevin Durant's new podcast. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't listen to it instead of this. But um, yeah, he had no. He's only done like two apps, and the second one was forty. Oh, okay. And cra- crazy, um, just talking about 
how pretty much the only other person he trusts was Boy Wonder for a very very long okay. time. Okay. Um, and he he will only go to him at very very specific times when Forty stands up and says, "Do you know what this isn't like for me?" Basically. I need someone else's hand. In this. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like I say, that podcast with uh, Kevin Durant is actually. I thought it was class. Class. Like, well, just, really, weird. I don't know what I was expecting, but he was—he didn't sound like I expected him to sound. I know, it's like I expected him to be quite chilled, laid back, uh, but he was like real talkative, wasn't he? Yeah, like I think he's quite elusive. Yeah. You, don't, you don't really hear much about him. Um, and like for anyone who doesn't know, the reason why he's called Forty is because um, it's a nickname from Forty Days and Forty Nights, because that's how much work he was putting in the studio, and um, so it kind of. Forties first began working with Drake as an engineer, mm-hmm. and then you know it's kind of that uh, so far gone mixtape. They was looking for this sound. Um, and they're not admittedly, I like, didn't really know what they were looking for. Yeah, they, did, they, they didn't. They said they was going through just, so many beats, yeah. and then Noah said basically it was like the last one. He was like, "Fuck, I, I think we found it." Mm-hmm. And then it was like from there they put their trust in each other. Like, and then obviously now he, Noah doesn't work with anyone else though. yeah and they asked him that question and yeah. his answer was really interesting he was just like probably one day I will do it and there'll be a, there'll be a time where I feel like I need to do it but what right now like it's so organic what they've grown yeah what like, I need to is they, they go to the studio they know something. what they do yeah. and he said like at times you can imagine working with a new artist as a as a producer it might be quite awkward you don't know whether they'd rather write and then make yeah. you make something to the bars or um, the other way around you don't know what their style is you might not have any chemistry at first it was like look I've got an easy job like I'm working mm-hmm. with and it's all that the but then jumping from the one person to another person to another person to another person mm-hmm. yeah yeah you just want to ruin that that flow that you got where you know yeah, like you yeah. said organic you know what you're going to get you know what you're working towards it's a recipe for, for success yeah. why, why would you stop yeah, it's like it's like winning five 0 and then suddenly like completely yeah. changing your stuff. And he, he said he don't want to give away the sound to no one else. Yeah, and he Which also said that you know it's not all me. Like literally, Drake is telling me do this. He's like he is, you know, involved in producing so heavily. Mm. He goes like literally. He goes sometimes he'll say, oh, you know, um, it was like Future's Future Spat. Um, no. It was, he said Rocky spat um, bad bitches and he was like no turn that into a hook turn that into a hook yeah, mm-hmm. you know and he was like I, I didn't say any of this it was like it, this was him directing me yeah, he said yeah. he, he, cause he's just a mechanic when yeah. he started then, like, a lot of the time I should do what he says and then he, he, he was like you know most of the time um, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm nothing without Drake so don't you know it's like basically don't get it twisted very humble yeah. isn't it very humble yeah, obviously, humble, obviously yeah. that's not true that's that's obviously mm. not true. He was he was a standalone producer just before Drake mm. came back. But yeah, crazy. Mm. So I mean, I, I've been buzzing for this playlist so much that on the way home, someone really crashed into me, right? <laughs> and then all I could think is, not fuck, my car would have been ruined or my health. I was like, I'm not gonna be able to do, do the podcast tonight. That's not <laughs> wait. That's what I'm Literally five minutes before we started, you're having a fucking glitch with the. Oh, with like, the equipment, um, yeah, the, with the mic. Obviously, I can see your stress. I can see, see, yeah, see the, yeah, I can see the temperature rise. Right honestly, honestly you you guys have seen Reese looking over the camera. You shouldn't be looking at the camera <laughs> for the podcast, but we're recording this. This is the first time we've recorded. Near, near. say this is this is the first time I've got the two cameras. I've got the set. Um, it's been a little stressful setting up. Like we've just had a joke about. I've been watching YouTube videos for the last ten. <laughs> Like not say not ten minutes, like last week from yeah, setups, audio, and if anyone's watching this right now, 
in on YouTube, they'll be like, oh, you need this, you need that. I have my camera in my sink. Yeah, yeah. the camera's in the sink. The camera's in the sink, isn't it? I'll, I'll post some pictures after. Yeah, you know, um, and I say it's kind of, yeah, I'm going to be honest, I've, I've been stressing a little bit before we started. I can't, um, like me, I can't, so I can't wait just to have a couple of JDs, listen to the song, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, just have a good time. It is really it. Got the backdrop. We're talking about got the, the backdrop, cups. Got the this cups. first time I'm using the cups. Like, this, Lovely. This, this is the set, you know? It's, it's um, not often you There won't be another time, really, I would say, no matter how many of these artist spotlights we do now from now on, there won't be another time where you get three people who agree on an artist for such a long time. Mm. Again, yeah. like, we're, this will yeah. probably be the one where, it, where it's like we're just all super fans. He's like he, he's been a lot of people's favorite artists for the last ten years, and and that's why he's. And you can the tell biggest. with all the records he smashed, you know. Ridiculous, like obviously in the era, era of streaming, but he's just like he, he doesn't miss. He just doesn't. You know, five percent um, of Canada's um, kind of tourism is from Drake. From what you said about when you went there, and I know we talked about it yeah. last time. Five percent. It was. He's like a. He's like a deity. He's like revered. Like I say, everywhere plays him. Everywhere loves him. Mad. You know, they they all just. He, he runs a six. There's no other way to put it. He yeah. runs the six. And you can't uh, really. There's not really. Any, you can't really say that about anywhere else. Yeah. Like, like no, we don't have anyone quite that strong. Mm. Do you know what I mean yeah. over here? Oh yeah, the hold over a whole bloody city. city. Yeah, and then especially where Stormzy would probably be the closest you would come. Yeah, but we're small compared to bloody. Yeah, in terms of size, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Population, mass, po- just, population, yeah. not. Yeah. But um, yeah, but also he's bringing up new artists. Obviously, uh, with Ovo Sound, you have Division, Roy oh, Woods, mate, and I'm even like my go-to. Like I said, my go-to is Drake and Ovo Sound. It's literally the, the sound I, I fucking love. And, uh, you know, like Noah talks about it a lot in that uh, podcast. He's like, this was so new. It's like, he's, you know, it's, it's a fucked up, distorted. It's like, he says that I put Drake on a top le- level yeah. and then kind of the beat and the bass is on a lower level. Yeah. Um, you just basically make him, because the, the, the big similarity that he has with Eminem, which is one of the reasons why like, he's very clear, you can hear every his diction is perfect. You can hear every word he says. I think actually his um, Canadian accent plays quite well into that. It actually is an advantage there because um, with a lot of like, say, let's say southern rappers, it's the same thing that people would say about like uh, uh, someone like Dizzy Rascal. Like they'll automatically switch off because they, they can't quite. People yeah. twang to their voice yeah. and they can't pick up. Or mm. yeah. It's funny, I, like talking on that note, um, they showed, I think Charlie Sloth showed Charlemagne the God three Fire in the Booths. And he said, I think he showed him Kano Retro 2s and I forget the third one. Kano's was amazing, but he mm. said, like, I just couldn't, couldn't yeah. pick up what he was saying. Retro 2, perfect. So, yeah, going back to Drake, it's like his diction is another reason why he appeals to such a mass market because it's just understandable. Yeah. yeah. Easy, it's just easy to listen to. It's like easy to listen to. So yeah, so your point was about forties beats because he said, yeah, like I basically want to strip everything, everything back and just make, because his voice is like can be used as an instrument, right? He's one of those artists where oh, his voice is an yeah. instrument. But I don't know that's the case anyway with a voice. But you, he, 
it must be a dream being a producer and being able to just hear him hit a note and just go, oh, let me just cut that out, chop that up, turn yeah. that into yeah, yeah. turn that into part of the beat in the background, part of the melody or whatever. And you could just do that with him endless times. Like, the, another point is, uh, Noel was saying, I don't want to work for anyone else because I go in the studio with Drake and he goes, it's actually a pleasure mm. to listen to him on for hours and hours and hours. Mm. He goes, with other artists, that, that won't be the case. Yeah, it might grind on you. you know? Someone a bit heavier, yeah. someone a bit like straight down the line. Yeah, and and like I say, that, that kind of brings it back to that point. But obviously, um, saying about kind of no one, the OVO sound, it's like that. They wanted to depict this Toronto feel. Cold, dark... Um, you know, and they, you know, kind of like grimy, and he's, mm. he's already, all, he's known for like the underwater drums. That's what they call it. Yeah, watery drums. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, like watery drums. That guy kept yeah. referring to it. I can't remember his name. And then it's like, like I always think it's like an empty but minimalistic beat. Yeah. Um, quite stripped out, and that's like I, I didn't realize how much I needed that sound. And that's going to change <laughs> as well. So to the point what we haven't really mentioned is that we're only doing part one today oh yeah so yeah so today today we're only doing part one so we're going to do the first four because ridiculous we, oh, I went through well, we, so we, much we were talking about. about how to decide which tunes to go with mm. we were like right well let's start by doing a long list of say four or five songs from each project so we got projects. through it we were just like I've got like 35 songs here and I'm struggling to strip them back already mm. so we're going to do part one first four albums or first four projects um, and then go from there eight songs yeah, so eight, still eight only songs. two off of each which yeah. is and then also knowing that we're going to chat about him for so long this is going to be like a 10 hour podcast if we wanted to do yeah. all the songs we did every album it would be a Drake series yeah really for yeah. me yeah um, so yeah I think to kick it off I mean we're 40 minutes in um, as always you know if you're liking this share it like I say, it's now going to be on YouTube. On, nice. on Spotify, we now have the songs included in between, yeah, which great. is an absolute game changer for me because the regulation. Yeah. Um, so it's I'm, 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 I'm buzzing about that. Yeah, it is a better oh, experience. So good. So good you know? it's, it's the way it should be listened to yeah. for me. Yeah. So, um, so no longer do you have to pause the podcast, put the song listen on, to the song. Yeah, yeah, exactly. go back. Um, obviously, I, I couldn't do anything about it before because it's, no. it's copyright. I can play it on the radio, but yeah, I can't but play it. It literally happened, what? The news came out like four days I after thought, we finished and I was it, literally, so I was having brilliant. the worst at work, and I was like, no, I'm, I'm buzzing. I literally I couldn't wait to get home and edit these 15 hours worth of the podcast Again, we've had, yeah. had already. Again, like, I can't tell you this guy's work ethic. Like Every day, home from work, buzzing to do it, four or five hours. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to bed at like 12 o'clock at night. I look homeless, like, I'm going to be honest. I look, Wyatt, we, don't, like, we don't hear from like, him. The only know, time we hear from him yeah. is when it's time to do, yeah, time to do the podcast. The that's no disrespect. It's just <laughs> yeah. like, literally every night this week I've been doing my research. But it's not even that. I've had to learn about camera equipment, audio Ooh. equipment. I've been watching videos about lighting, and then I'll say that, and then I've got my camera in the sink. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, this is it. So, so I'm, I'm trying my hardest to make it a nice experience. <laughs> hey, um, I, I, mate, this is great. But you know, well, we'll only get that. Stepped up. Exactly. Exactly. Stepped up. And, it's and, only get and the way I see it is, um, you know, I've we got Gracie knocking about. Oh, we got Gracie and all. You know, this is a Jez FM gang, gang. Ma- mascot. Gang gang um, crazy. We'll she loves we'll, we'll our hip hop. Yeah, at one point, you know, we might have to let her out in a bit. But that's the thing. It's obviously got to do this when the house is free, and this is the time. Um, so back to Drizzy. Back to Drizzy. Yeah. So the first song we're gonna. Or well, first album, maybe. Okay, yeah, well, the first, first album. album. We better talk about first the project first. first. Yeah, yeah, of course. Let's obviously, we're we're not doing when we say every project. 
where we, we'll start like I started with Eminem on the last one. We, uh, we skip Infinity, so we'll skip Drake's early mixtapes um, straight into So Far Gone. So oh, again, like for for me personally, um, I probably really became a Drake fan on Thank Me Later, and then went back to So Far Gone mm-hmm. a little bit. But um, I was the other way around. Even even so, yeah. And again, that probably just comes from a couple of years age gap yeah makes perfect sense um but yeah sorry let me go back so yeah but still on this project was the f- was the first time i ever heard drake and it was one of them things where i think at the time rap was getting heavier it, yeah. it was it was mm-hmm. it was arguably getting heavier um and r&b was kind of still about in its own yeah. nutshell and no one had really properly melded the two I don't want to talk about that too much because that's what everyone knows that about Drake. Yeah. He's like one of the pioneers of doing that, right? Um, but yeah, when I first heard Best I Ever Had, which is not the first song we're going to play, but it is on there. <laughs> um, well, we could do we could do that first. I guess it spoiler. Really alert. I think we should do it first. We could do that first. Yeah, we'll do it we might first. as well start with that. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah let's do it. Um, uh, yeah, when I heard Best I Ever Had for the first time, I was like, why? Do, first of all, why do I like this? Because this is not the kind of thing I would normally be into. But he just had one of those voices that you just couldn't ignore at the time. And it was just, you, you listen to it and you go, if I like this and I don't know why I like this, so many other people are going to be feeling the same way. So many other people are going to be hearing this and going, what, this is, this sounds good. You don't really know why, but it sounds good. And then, yeah, just... And then Second you, thing, who is this? Yeah, who, man? Like, and, and, and why is uh, he not from... The first time I heard this from, song, I was like... Why is he not from the East is Coast? This? Why is he yeah. not from New York? Why is he not... Oh, this guy's from Canada? Yeah. yeah. He, he's a Jewish, mixed-race Canadian yeah. guy. And you're like... He used to be an actor. You, yeah, we're start, starting, yeah. like, like basically, Canada's Saved by the Bell, from what I know. Who is whatever this? that is. Who the hell is drama. playing this song that yeah. sounds like, like this? I, I think I said, I've... When I had my things like iPod Shuffle, the one that you couldn't even, um, there's no screen. Do you remember yeah, that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would be like, I saw this on um, iTunes, I was like, 99p. I was like, I'll give it a download. And then I remember, I listened to it for about four days straight, and I was like, this is unbelievable. Mate, amazing, mate. Didn't, didn't fit any of the stereotypes of the current rap scene, uh, but had the ability of like... Yeah, and again, like started just with probably more the singing stuff. Oh, and yeah, I'll say that's that's what I love. That's the vibes. And but when yeah. I first heard it, I was like, I, I said to my because um, I always normally provide kind of artists to my cousin and stuff like that. And I was like, no, this guy is going to be huge. I called it straight away. I was like, he's going to be massive. And I know um, like Luke Norris, he he knew of the album of a similar time. Yeah, and then we used to say how how fucking decent he was. Yeah. He, he had everything and then I always I kind of think that I always pick someone up a little bit before the trend yeah um, you, you like doing that don't you yeah, yeah. I'll, scouring the yeah scouring no, I, I feel like I can just tell and I was, I was like he's going to be huge you know yeah. Um, yeah. especially were you, were when you were a Wayne fan though because for me no, I feel like probably people no. who were maybe <laughs> Wayne fans might have maybe like beat the curve yeah, yeah I guess they would have slightly and that's not me I don't I'm mm. not really I like Lil Wayne I like some of his stuff but I'm not I wouldn't say I'm a massive Wayne no fan. it won't like, I like Lil Wayne but at the time it, I wouldn't have been heavily listening to him mm. um, I think you know I kind of got these it was like a bit of a Usher R&B vibe just singing um, and then obviously Big E it was like a bit of rapping I, I mm. thought and then like I say it was just something I've never heard before it's fresh there was, there, but there was nothing really the, the beauty of it was there was nothing really that complicated I don't know. Yeah, it's just why hasn't someone done this before? Yeah. It wasn't that complicated. It was just that, oh, 
Like, he was like, it's just it's that thing. And that's the, the, the reason a lot of people don't like him is another reason why he blew up. It's just like he's so marketable, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You look, he, good looking dude. Like, we just said all that stuff. Yeah. Black, Jewish, actor, yeah, like, yeah. all those things that aren't there. Yeah. That's what the industry needs. But yeah, yeah, yeah. here's a guy that can do it. Yeah. And he is actually good as well. Beats the stereotypes, good looking dude. Yeah. Um, like voice like and I can attest to this if you don't believe Drake's got a good voice I've seen him live no auto-tune mad mm. sick voice but then you got to understand like Drake says one of the things to be respected in the game was you know I'm Canadian and I'm Jewish yeah. it doesn't help no nah. so he, he he said it was actually quite difficult for people to take me seriously he was like yeah, you know the record label was like oh so you got a, a mixed race Jewish Canadian guy who can rap yeah. and sing and I was yeah. like nah it's like we're all good but you know? that's that's part of what works in the end yeah exactly like someone yeah. took that pun didn't yeah. they or, well well mate you know. for, for me it, it's a crazy thing with Drake he's been uh, although he's like so widely liked anyone who's that widely liked is going to be also very widely hated as well right yeah so it comes he's, with it. And, and he and again Noel mentioned this on a podcast and he said he's had to fight against every stereotype Every like, oh, you got no content because you know you were you were, you brought up in a semi semi privileged situation. Um, you know you're you're not from like the hood. You're not um, you you don't have substance to write about. You're not this. You're not that. He's had all of that his entire career. Mm. Doubt, hate, rah rah rah. Still bigger than anyone yeah. on the planet times okay. two. So imagine if he didn't have those stereotypes he'd be he would be even bigger but like i say he, he, he doesn't really rap about taking drugs does he no. like no, he doesn't rap about that. literally well. like he mentions it i know times. um in um so part of so far gone he raps about smoking weed quite a lot yeah he does yeah there is that but um with so far gone it was basically the manager oliver was like um all these rappers like you know talking about disrespecting Money, women cars yeah mm-hmm. and he said like Basically, do we want to be the people that you know our our mothers have divorced? Mm. And then that's who's like you know let's let's maybe change up the tone a little bit because obviously Drake talks a lot about kind of heartbreak, yeah, emotions, um, the girls that he should have been with, um, definitely the earliest stuff. Yeah, anyway. the earliest things, stuff, that, yeah. things that a lot of rappers don't it would be traditionally soft to talk about. I guess yeah, is what you're yeah. saying. And and yeah, maybe that's why a lot more people connect mm. with him connect than, with him. than connect yeah. with typical rappers because he, he's not saying like. He's not, not just reaching the, the rapping audience, he's reaching everyone else as well. And again, and females. as we know, massive female audience, which is yeah. difficult yeah. for rappers Young to, females. To, to engage yeah. in. I mean, so just to give um, you know a bit of insight, so obviously on So Far Gone, we have artists such as Omarion, Lloyd, Lil Wayne, um, producers 40 and Boy Wonder. Yeah, We've yeah. kind of said again, that- three big three big, hit, three big R&B, um, features there yeah. which shows that the album was more lean in that way uh, who's on uh... um, the thing is though obviously there's there's stuff like successful with Trey songs Su- successful is when that I've heard them both say successful is the song they made where they knew something special was yeah. happening it was like this is where we know we've got a sound yeah. quick story about successful uh, while I was in college doing my uh, business business degree yeah. foundation course uh, we had to present a just, just do a presentation maybe about something to do with business I can't remember what it was anyway this one girl that was in our, in our class she was just coming big gold hoop earrings 
cleavage out, like bigger the hoop, bigger the big, yeah, 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 yeah. and uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're on camera. No, and uh, on a presentation, I don't know if you used to remember, you used to, be able to put like little clips in there and have like, a little sound bite. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she she set a sound bite as. Drake and Trey Song's successful Sick. and had it play oh, when she walked music. up to do the oh, do the presentation. I love that. And it was just it was it was quality. Yeah. It was so good. Right, really like big at the time as well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But um, yeah, as I was saying, like you know, we have Trey Songs on it. Um, I I love successful. Do you know what's hilarious? What's the, what what song is it where he says? Um, uh, maybe it's a later album. I think she might have actually. I mean, I think it might be on Nothing Was the Same, but he says. And she never. She said, "I'll never be as big as Trey Songz." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I was but just wondering if it was on the same. Comeback album season before this, this that mixtape. Just quickly on mixtapes, Trey Songz was on there heavily. He's yeah. a massive Trey fan. Replacement yeah. girl. Yeah. Oh my god! Can that just get a shout well, out? Well, like, like Drake said that the people I liked was. He said a big influence was Fifty Cent Twenty One Questions. Yeah, yeah. He was right. like, "You got dude, you know, singing." He was like. That hit me hard. I was like, like, yeah. I, I can do that. Yeah. And that's what and I'm a lot better at it. And then, then he, he, like, I'm trying to think of the couple other tracks. He said, Kanye, um, Kanye Yeah, yeah, yeah he said that was an influence because yeah. you got these guys that shouldn't be singing. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, then I ran with it. You know, yeah. and I probably took it further than anyone else has done. That's it. He's, he's taken it and run with it. That's exactly it. He hasn't thought, oh no, this isn't working. Again, just sonic. And if anything, he's pushed himself to go and sound or do other sounds. He well. has, and, and do you know what? Because we because this is not on the list, and I think the most evident example of that recently is that Grease tune that he did on oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. for Khaled. And I know you weren't a big fan of that, and you said the sound was weird. I think personally, in a year or two's time, you're going to listen yeah, to that track again, and you're going to like it. Yeah, it might and do. it's one of them things where he hasn't. We've become so accustomed to what Drake's voice sounds like for quite a long time yeah. now. He's got something different. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, the first time I heard it, I was like, this is bullshit. It sounds like it's, he's intentionally done it on like a poor quality microphone. And then I listened to it again, and I was like, this just sounds like an old track. It's like poorly recorded. Mm. This is sick. But um, oh, do you know what? There's so much. There's, there's so much to speak about. Um, yeah, what, what I'll probably say is we're going to play the next track. Um, so, Fries, you can introduce it because also we've got to let the dog out. Just quickly, we've got to let the dog I'm, out. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. But who who directed the best I ever had video? Obviously, we all know about the video. Or the basketball court girls coming out, yeah. so fit. Kanye West. Kanye West. Yeah, okay. Kanye West directed that video. Yeah, of course. So, all right. Yeah, I think definitely let's start with that one. So yeah, like, you know, coming up on Jezza FM and friends, obviously we have Drew, we have Reese. This is the fifth podcast, which I'm buzzing about. It's the first one which is being filmed. Yeah. Um, today we have, you know, the theme is Drake. So we're going to speak everything, probably Drake, OVO, features, um, and all that lot. I mean, if you're enjoying it, like, share, tweet. Um, These so, yeah. things. Oh, and then all these things now. You know, yeah, basically all the socials. Everything behind here. Yeah, no, you're right. All socials. Um, so yeah, coming up next, we have Drake, So Far Gone, and the song of Best I Ever Had. Best I Ever Had. Best I Ever Had. Enjoy. You're listening to the Jazz FM and Friends Late Night Show, the only place for hip hop discussion and general chit chat. Hello and welcome back. This is Jez FM and Friends. We have Drew and Reese in the studio. Yep. Well, it's a bit more of a studio now anyway, isn't it really? Yeah, it's a little more yeah. like a studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 it's looking real good. So uh, tonight's theme is Drake, mm. you know? So we've just had uh, the album mixtape So Far Gone. Yep. 
um, with Best I Ever Had. Um, we're still on it. <laughs> so, you know, I hope you enjoyed the song. Because obviously on Spotify, you're, not, you're now going to be able to hear it. Oh, yeah. So, you know, which you has been... You need to be able to hear it. You know, life changer for me anyway. So, um, you know, I think as we was kind of... We were talking about, like, the sound that Noah and Drake has been creating. It's that dark, distorted, yeah. quite fucked up, minimalistic, empty... Um, Do you know what I found interesting about what he said about his process as well was that he didn't really know what he was doing and he wasn't traditional. Mm. Like he said, he wasn't really like, he was kind of, when, later on when people, when he worked with other producers and they kind of said to him, like, what are you doing? Like, this is such a fucked up way of yeah. working. Like, how are you working in this order of throwing these sounds around and then putting them together like this? Because he basically said, to like, himself, didn't he? I can't, like, someone's like, make this and he's like, I don't know how to make it yeah. because I literally yeah, yeah. do something, fuck it up so much, and then fuck it up again, yeah. then fuck it up again. He goes like, yeah, somehow it just comes like that. He yeah. goes, someone can't ask me to create a certain kind of feeling a beat because yeah. it doesn't work that way. Yeah. And like I said, he he works all back to front. He says that he doesn't consume music at the moment. Yeah, that's it, weird, isn't it? Well, yeah. he said he listens to the... Like, it's so weird. It's like the opposite of what most people, yeah. most people well, do. He yeah. said he only listens to like the radio, so he hears like, what's being played yeah. now. Because he said, like, obviously... He to albums. He's in the if studio that's where he wants to be played, then isn't that what you'd do? But you would do that, wouldn't you? If, if, you, want, if you want your music to be being played on the radio for the masses yeah, to hear, yeah, no, but things, yeah, but Yeah, but then you could say... But he said Drake doesn't do that. He said Drake himself listens to, he's like a connoisseur of music. He'll listen mm. to entire albums mm. and projects. Maybe, and, yeah. So yeah. It's, 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 it's not, yeah, I don't think it's necessarily that. I like, don't know why, I can't remember why he Literally, Noel that. was saying, I couldn't tell you kind of the albums. He goes, I, I haven't listened to a full album in like 10 years. He goes, I literally skim through it. And then he said that. That is mad. Like, crazy, isn't it? He said, when I get in the car, obviously he's been in the studio all day listening to probably the best songs being made at the time and he's like I just want a bit of talk time on the radio like he just says like I, I, I like, like this you, you, know? you two both know I like listening to the radio every mm. now and then just, I, yeah, like oh, that, yeah. I like that split of just a little bit of chit and chat in here and there and then the music comes in of and course like and it, it's so easy to just turn off really yeah exactly that. yeah um, yeah I think with uh, and do you know what one thing I will say about um, that as well is he said I can't remember what song they were talking about you might remember but he said we always had a moment where we would drive across a certain bridge into the city into mm. Toronto and he said when we listened we wouldn't know if a song was going to hit properly yeah. until we did that drive mm. and listened okay. to it that's um, like the ritual wasn't it yeah that's mm. it and he said once we did that drive we would know whether it was the yeah, one I, I guess that kind of links into the theme of they wanted to you know portray this music of Toronto and the city Yeah. so yeah. the only way that you're going to know if if it represents a city, because if you get in your motor, you, you have a drive, and yeah. you, you know you're going through the city. Yeah, um, and what you said before about the fact that when you went there, he's just revered as like a god. They set out with that intention. Oh yeah, of course. So what yeah. what better way can you? How more confident can you be that you've achieved your goal yeah. that you originally set out to? Well, it's like Drake was saying is um, um, the basketball player Carter. I don't know my basketball. Vince Carter. Vince Carter. Yeah. So he was saying like. Before Toronto weren't really on the on the map, hmm. people would come back with like a a New York accent, and then that's that'd be a way to fit in. Yeah, people used to do it here. Yeah, used to do it here. Like when UK music used to be wrapped in an American accent. Mm. Yeah, he, he was like, it weren't cool to be from Toronto, but like I say, he goes, all I wanted to do is put my city on the map, yeah, and he's yeah. done that. He's like done that now he's uh, ambassador for the Raptors. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and you know he, he's throwing well he had he had Golden State like training at his at his house oh really yeah Golden State were like training at his, his house raps is, about it his well. yeah. house is bad isn't it yeah the 100 million <laughs> it's called it's embassy right. isn't it it's on um, yeah. summer 16 he says uh, yeah Golden State running practice at my yeah. house what yeah. am I about like he's got the key to the city and um, like I say what he's done for Toronto especially like the little things I've looked into the, yeah. the artwork for uh, nothing was the same it's a Toronto artist. Okay. Like the people yeah. he's got in the studio with him, I said that gadget. Oh, mate, his crew. And that yeah. Toronto based. His crew is like, you've you seen the series Entourage, you've watched it. Yeah. No. Chase, Entourage, etc. Yeah, sick, based on Mark Wahlberg. Um, but the idea is that he basically keeps his brother, his best mate, like mm. his crew, mm. as he becomes this world famous actor, he yeah. keeps his tight friends. Same as Entourage question you're asking, like we all picked. Yeah, Drake took that to the extreme and just yeah, did it. Exactly. And just employed his best mate. Like, started from the bottom, now we're here, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. So, um, yeah, I, I love Best I Ever Had. It's, uh, it's such a great. It's, like I say, it's, it's, it's been the soundtrack for the last 10 years, and that's what started me on this kind of path of Ogo sound. And you can still listen to it now. You see, you just listen to it, and it still sounds oh, fresh, still sounds new. I've loved this last week, right? Because I've just had Drake in rotation, going from back to front, you know, uh, literally the whole, every song, every album, thinking what, you know, what is me? You know, what do I like the most? Um, but it's even, you know, when we mentioned about, you know, should Drake have made it because Jewish, Canadian? Yeah. Like, um, Lupe's got the story where someone handed him a mixtape and he goes, Drake. He's like, what kind of rapper name is Drake? <laughs> and then, you know, years later, he's like, oh, yeah, that, 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 that's a rapper name. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Joke, he, so. he's, the, he's like the biggest uh, star on the planet. Lupe's got a new podcast out with Royce of Five sure, Nine. I'm, sure. like, I'm actually going to give that a listen. I mean, I'd be interested if he brings that up. That would be so, um, but, uh, you know, from the... Obviously, what well, we haven't. I was really... just, oh, sorry, I was yeah. just trying to look because obviously our next song is is off this mixtape as well. But yes, yeah, I was just. Um, the last thing I was going to say, really, before I guess we could introduce a song. No, go for it. Man. Um, Little Wayne and Drake have this huge connection. Um, so basically, Little Wayne found Drake, didn't he? Yeah, you know the story of how they. So I, I don't. Actually, I, I, I was going to ask you. You're going to go for it. No, no, don't. Like, know. There's on me. Oh, I'll well, ask you, bro. Well, I, I know the story where. Drake was like, I got flew out to Atlanta, I went on a coach. Yeah. That one? Yeah, yeah. So he walks into this big tour bus and Lil Wayne's kind of leaning over. This tattoo artist is like, you know, doing his stuff and it's just blood pouring out. Um, and he's like, the whole time he's like, fuck, should I, should I be here? You know, he's, he's kind of like doubting himself. Yeah, but, of course. And because he's, again, he's not from that, like, yeah. Wayne's from the streets. Yeah. yeah proper. And then, um, you know, it's kind of like, but this is what he talks about in his early songs. He talks about, am I good enough? Mm -hmm. Am I going to be successful? Trey songs. Yeah. You know, he has these, he wants to make it, but there's doubts and insecurities. Um, then obviously in that story, he says like, he's, he's watching Wayne get a tattoo. Next thing you know, you got Kobe walk on the bus. And then uh, Wayne gives him the iPod with the latest album on. And he's just like, what the like, what is this world? Yeah, well, yeah. What, what is this world I just, world I just in, entered into? And he said, like, so basically, um, when he was kind of rocking around with that crew, um, Little Wayne, he said, lives like an absolute prince. So he's in this hotel, 40 rooms. Yeah. You know, share. Yeah, he well, he's got cash he money, Birdman done. looking after him. Yeah, yeah I remember, the, I yeah. know the story you're talking about. He, he said he would just, um, because he was always on the move, because involved in various things that were not necessarily legal. 
um, he would not always stay at like a residence, even though he owned like probably. Mm. So yeah, I know what you're talking about. He said he, he hired out literally because he did it on the, oh, I can't remember what interview it was, where he built his new house recently. In Rat Radar. Rat Radar interview. Sick interview. Yeah, so great. Interview. And that house, by the way, is yeah. ridiculous. Um, but yeah, he, he said he just hired out an entire... He said 40 rooms. And he yeah. said like... No, no, I think, I think yeah, it was like... It was a five-star hotel, <laughs> And then he said, like, he goes, I've, I've walked into this. I've never seen anything like it. And also, because this is where he talked about the commitment to the game and, you know, the art. And he said he would, he would be smashing out these songs back-to-back with ease. Yeah. And the next thing you know, three months down the line, they're all being released. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's, he said, I've never seen someone with such so a work, work ethic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, you go, yeah, he says that he taught me a lot about kind of the techniques and how you should craft yeah. um, songs, songs than, yeah, and, and, and the writing and stuff like that. The process. Um, and then what, what I love, Drake, uh, love about Drake personally is he'll say something, um, like for example, he said recently, I don't need a banger with, for example, like an R&B artist now, like Alicia Keys. He goes, no, no disrespect for her, because obviously he's got some fireworks. Yeah. He goes, I don't need that anymore. But... Drake always defends himself. He, he doesn't want to start beef now, it seems. Maybe it's because he's a little bit too big. Um, to be honest with you, I don't think, if you look back at all the beefs that he's had, oh, yeah, it's and it's only, it's, been, it's only been a couple, it's always, it's always coming his yeah, way. Coming, yeah. Yeah. When you're at the top, you're always yeah. going to receive the most yeah. But, as but as like that. I say, so that second part of him's like kind of defending every, every comment he makes in that rap radar, he's defending himself. Like, but you know I have love for him which is a, it is, and that is a sad position to be in because you almost feel like he's living with a little bit of paranoia like, yeah. Like, yeah yeah you know but um, but again with the little Wayne he's like I can't explain how much love I have for him taking me under the wing and you know he said like I was with a load of OGs mm. you know he said they looked after me but obviously they got return on investment so yeah. it worked for did everyone they, involved. Did they for sure. And I, do you know what I think that probably was a lot for him. I think that probably served him well moving forward because nowadays when you look at his crew, uh, he, he, he's not from the streets, but he has people around him who are, and who are like real G's if you like. Like his bodyguard, that backer guy, he's no joke. Like that guy uh, well, is, is the real deal. I know there was, um, during my research, one of the things that came up was how... I think a bodyguard broke someone's nose and he was, you know, legal dispute and all stuff like that. But I guess you've got to have the right people. Oh, I said, the question is, you know, on Chess FM, of who would be in your entourage? Yeah, you know, who'd be the heavy? That guy, Abaka, is so funny, right? Mm. Well, I just, this one particular moment was funny. I was, um, I was one of the guys that was sitting off the pay, like, I think it was 110 to go see him mm. at uh, O2. I thought, you know what, I might never get to do it again. And I was a bit upset with the set list, if I'm honest. Like, the, the show itself, unbelievable. Mm. Right? And the money you put in definitely gets used on the production in the show. It was fucking stupid, some of the stuff that yeah. was happening. You had a fucking fl- Ferrari flying around the crowd at one point. Yeah, mad. Mental. Um, but, yeah, he had Baka supporting him, and he had Tory Lane supporting him. Tory Lane's very good, by the way. Just side note, like, good singer as well. Mm. Um, mm. But Baka... Tory Yeah, we, 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 I don't support or endorse... <laughs> what the fuck he's doing <laughs> at the moment but yeah um, he this backer guy supported him as well and then literally later on 
he had uh, he was doing no long talk and he get, it starts with uh, like baka yeah a no long talk and literally we could just smell weed ridiculous stench and we're kind of like standing so close but at the back of standing so we've got a good view of the stage still turn around and he's just kind of in like the fencing bit just with the <laughs> honestly it was hilarious and he's just like, there, like that's my guy <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah I mean Fantastic. like I say the, the crew's rocking with but it seems to be doing well because he always you know says I've got love for Noah you know me and him got this partnership um, obviously Oliver he was, he's always bigging up saying yeah there's there's two of us in the studio Noah I say three and Boy Wonder mm. but Oliver He's always pushing us and making us. It seems like he's got a good family. He's the businessman, right? He yeah. seems like the one who like yeah. wants to make him something. Because obviously they're big music people, right? Him and Forty are just mm. about music. Yeah, so let them do out. that, and yeah. I'll sort out all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So arguably, a lot of the stuff that people hate about radio is so mainstream, and so yeah, it's probably like a lot of Oliver's doing really, and it's just that's fine. That's a good. Yeah. They, they all want that. I, I guess. It's kind of the the argument of it's your PR guy though. Like, it's, it's like, a, but I'm saying I'm not saying it sounded like I was saying that like it's a bad thing. It's not. I, I think whenever because something it, he becomes be, yeah. a uh, like a sub genre and it's like a huge success, people gravitate towards it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's That's only like, natural for like I say it's kind of the birth of hip hop's sub genre now probably the biggest genre in music right well for, mate, that's, for yeah dollars. exactly that's why black culture is yeah, popular culture exactly so it's, it's kind of like I, I understand what you mean it's like it's, I think it's just the level of success they've gone to yeah. is yeah. now yeah. the mainstream keep you know? pushing it don't you you just keep pushing on I've um, got to this level I'm going to keep pushing but it yeah, you're right so horses for courses right you've got your beat maker you've got your you've got your your guy you're a creative man mm. and then you've got your, your business head yeah. because and it's perfect one story I do love is how uh, when they recorded So Far Gone you you're eating Starburst, yeah? I'm eating Starburst. Yeah, I'm just really comfortable. Yeah. Sorry. So, no, I'm going to tell you a little story anyway, so you can march on that. Um, so, so far, uh, so far gone. Um, Noah's basically said how he loves creating little studios. He wants to be in an environment where he feels creative and he's like, yeah, I want to work and it's easy for me to work. So, he was saying for so far gone, there's a little apartment, like I live in a studio. Um, and then. Uh, I'm basically oh sorry I was just trying to remember what I was actually going to say <laughs> the JDs are kicked in I did uh, make that one a little yeah, bit I'm, I'm feeling put, it now you I know, put less coke in it I put yeah. less coke in that one you know you know, you know, know it's like, like, his first time I, I was stressed on. getting the set up going like <laughs> I don't the camera the sink it, yeah. you know and all this stuff I was stressed but now I'm feeling good it's Friday mate yeah, it's, it's Friday yeah, so basically it's bedtime yeah so um, Noah was saying or 40 Basically, we had the laptop. We had a little made-up studio in this apartment. Yeah. Um, and then on the OVO blog, they said, all you need to be successful is this camera, this laptop, or like this mic, basically, right? And then they're in London. Some guy comes up to him and says, because of this blog, I went up to my mum and basically said, mum, this is all I need. This mic, this, you know, this laptop, and this basic equipment. Yeah. He's now, I mean, probably one of the biggest artists in the world. Do you know who it is? No. Do you know who it is? Travis Scott. Yeah. How mental is that? So from, from that blog, came up to, and he, he, Noah said, like, in London, he bumped into me. He was like, you do know that blog 
has changed my life. Because I, I went up to my mum and was like, mum, this is what I need. Like, I don't need anything else to be successful. And I just think that's, that is a class story. Yeah, it is mad. You know? I did not know that. I did not know that. Yeah. That's sick. Well, what's his next song then? So, well, yeah, yeah, we should probably push on to yeah, that. So we're going to do Houston out of Vegas. That was the way we did this, just so everyone's kind of aware. Mm. Because it was again, it was really difficult. We all kind of did our own separate long list, and we kind of came to a conclusion about which two we were going to pick from each album. So I mean, Atlanta, from Vegas the first the four album. albums, right? Yeah, that's the yeah, thing. From, yeah, from the first album, so from the first four. So we've got yeah. first first two best I ever had in Houston Atlanta, Vegas. And with this one, I don't know. Again, this wasn't this was probably my favorite off the album. Best I ever had was like the first song I heard and the first proper time I listened to Drake and thought, "What is this?" Houston Atlanta, Vegas was one that I just probably ended up being my favorite off of the album. And I, I don't, I can't profess to know the real background behind the song. You probably know more, but I know that Drake has a big history of love for the strip clubs. That's what it is. Yeah. And yeah. he loves the fat batty. That's <laughs> what he's all about. <laughs> Just build. Build. Yeah, build. Build. Let's yeah, splash exactly, that. Yeah. And yeah, man, he just, he, he loves mm. it, man. He's just, he, he appreciates women. Yeah. And then uh, I think one of the things that when I heard this song, and it's like, going, you know, it's got the, again, the empty, yeah. uh, the kind of like the underwater drums, yeah. you know, the watery drums beat, minimalistic. But the one thing that I thought was so fucking unique is, this is going to sound ridiculous. I don't know if this is because I'm drunk now. Yeah. But just combining Houston, Atlanta <laughs> and Vegas in one. I was like, free, where, no. What, what three better places to go to? I was, I was like, <laughs> this isn't like I said but he's got a big love for Houston now. I sound no one else has done this and it, it fits so you are well. one of the biggest fangirls is that I'm so glad that I people can see your I face I think it's now. probably easier to do than you think is it oh. but it's, it's, but do you know what it is, Jez? It's another example of something that if anyone else did it, it would probably be stupid. Oh, but because Drake did stupid. it, it sounds good yeah. and it works. Because yeah. also, you know <laughs> but how... He has, but he has genuine... It's not just random, mm. innit? He has genuine love for those oh, no, yeah, 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 He talks yeah. about Houston and the South all the time. Obviously, yeah. the, there are big cities for strippers. Yeah, massive. Because I, I know there's a there's a stat, apparently, where I've, I've, I've heard this off kind of the grapevine. More Jez FM research. Don't, yeah, yeah. don't give me no... More I've Jez heard this off the Jez FM grapevine. Like yeah. You've been having people write yeah. Yeah. It, Jerry, uh, do you know what? So, I don't know, I yeah. don't know how much I want to drop you in this. But it's like, <laughs> when James Harden plays in a city that has high-level strip clubs, apparently yeah, he plays worse. Really? That's what I've heard. James Harden, James Harden, yeah. And then, uh, that's so funny. Actually, this has been, I'm, I'm a bit drunk now, boys. I'm not going to lie. I haven't had dinner or anything. Jez, let me ask you one single question yeah. for, the, for the podcast. I, I won't uh, drop you in it. I'll ask no, you a no, question. No, 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 no you no, can no, answer this. In this. No, because you can answer this yeah. however you please. Yeah. How much do you enjoy strippers? It's a nice experience. <laughs> All right, good on solid answer. But you answer. know what? I don't like Allegedly. The one thing I like about strip clubs is the music. I mean, Genuinely, that's my favourite thing about strip clubs. Yeah, and, and, and again, although you say like that is the thing you always say, like the choice of music, you can't go into a bar or a club these no. days in England and, and that get kind that of music selection. Music. No, no, it's sick. Oh, this is going to proper incriminate me. I mean, <laughs> I've always said, right, strip clubs play the best music. Yeah, they play the best music. They do Hands play good music. Down, right? And you can just sit there, chill, have a beer. There's not... 
there's in yeah. some strip clubs there's pressure. Yeah. But in, in if you go to a good strip club, a nice strip club, you're just yeah, there having yeah, a beer, yeah. listening to music, watching. I remember I remember where was I? I went to one strip club, I think it might have been in Prague maybe. And we were in there. Not a classy strip club. No, it wasn't it wasn't, but this one's this one's quite <laughs> I've been to I side note, I've been to Tootsies in Miami. Second That's floor, a Tootsies fucking, getting shoulder rubs. That's that at a different fucking level, mate. Yeah. That that strip club was unreal. Never seen anything like it. It is. It was a nightclub and like almost a casino and like a it had that whole kind of vibe about it, and it was unreal. Is it is it open now? I'll get a plane. I'll get a plane straight there. Tootsie's calling and best chicken wings. One of the best chicken wings I've ever had. Oh come on! The food in there was amazing. My language as well. The food in there was amazing. But yeah, so I'm back to this other strip club. Mm. I was in there chilling, I remember drinking a beer, and the weekend Wicked Games came on. Yeah. I had some experiences with that yeah. song. I was just like, I was just like, whoa! Like this yeah. is this is this song was made for this moment, and I'm here in this moment, mm. and it was mad. They played the best music. Because why are we talk about strip clubs? Boys, we got because you still land in Vegas, so we're gonna play. Yeah. I've got to keep you in under control. Yeah, you still land in Vegas. We're gonna play it because yeah. we're only on song two out of eight. Mm. <laughs> So we're gonna go. Of course, no. We're, we're gonna jump in, but I do have one more thing to say. Oh, please. Right, so basically, cool. I, I was thinking to Robert the weekend, right? Yeah. Just we had a little boys' weekend away. Yeah. And then, um, nice. very like cool. the distribution of music now. Do you know how they can guarantee that a song is gonna be a number one? Do you, do you boys like this? No, go on. So basically, when a song's released, what they do is they distribute it to the strip clubs. Yeah, I remember you saying this over the weekend. Yeah, I remember you saying this over the weekend. I only just remember Drew was there. <laughs> Wait, right. So um, yeah. So basically, <laughs> yeah. So what happens? Oh, that is, was memorable, mate. Yeah. What, what they do now is they they know if they distribute it to a strip club, nice lady's gonna dance to it, um, and then if it bangs in a strip club, it's probably gonna bang over the radio and it's gonna stream. So I know what kind of one of the like I guess business models yeah. was to get the song to the strip club and then yeah let's let's so this let's isn't see necessarily it. something that's still happening now oh, no, traditionally oh, yeah for real yeah it is. Mm, there's um, I watched a, a documentary it's gonna sound so, this is terrible <laughs> so come much. on Here we of course this is the first episode we're filming this is, yeah this is um, I think it's called Kings in Atlanta it's like well, world renowned yeah. and then um, I, I'm, I'm just going to call in the business development manager he's, he's not of the strip club but yeah he was saying like yeah everyone hits us up with the, with, with the mixtapes and the songs and you know and he, he was basically saying like look we'll hear this song three four five months before everyone else mm. um, and we can usually it's you know the guys will go there for a drink and if it's a banger here it's gonna it's gonna go it's number gonna one mm. yeah um but yeah i mean it's been a nice little theme into houston atlanta vegas hasn't yeah, it, that really? was, yeah that was well, yeah, yeah just probably. trying to give the background to the song really. yeah no, no, no <laughs> i think you've done all right Drake, drake's love for, yeah. for big Boo. i mean <laughs> and i love yeah, that <laughs> yeah so like the really funny thing is like before uh, I was about to say something and you cut me off and all I can say <laughs> right is basically how I'm, you know I'm, you, you know the how, aggression in no, that no, was mad wasn't it you was know, it no 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 was it you oh, didn't clock it I was going to say something but, you cut me off <laughs> yeah sorry is the Jezef Evan friends but, uh, he's gone Jezef Evan's fucking you know how I'm a little bit deaf 
So sometimes <laughs> when, when I listen yeah, to yeah. songs, it takes me ages to understand what they're actually saying because <laughs> I'm so deaf. And I swear to God, for I reckon a full nine months of Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, when he's saying Arslow, I thought he was saying Aslan. And, I, and, uh, and then, all, then, then all, all I had in my head was the, the lion. Yeah, the lion from Narnia, right? I'm not even fucking joking. That's how deaf I am. Play the song. But, uh, Play the song. Yeah, coming up Play now. We have Houston, out for Atlanta, the, Vegas. Yeah, listen, listen out for the Narnia references. Yeah. Big up, Mr. Tumblr. Peace and love. I mean. If you're enjoying Aslan, it. Aslan, Aslan. Yeah, Aslan, that's what I thought you were saying. Play this one. Yeah. Houston out of Vegas. Yeah. Well, you can decide if you think it sounds like that. Maybe a, like Would I it sound good I'm in the strip club? But, yes. um, yeah, share, tweet, like, <laughs> all that stuff, you know? <laughs> do, do it. Directly to the camera. Why, I'm, I'm breaking the rules, mate. I'm breaking the rules. In rap, that's called breaking the fourth wall, mate. Yeah. yeah. All right? Yeah, yeah, I'm breaking the rules. Can I not do that then? Of course you can, bro. Yeah, you can, yeah. I haven't I seen any YouTube videos telling me I can't do that. Ironically, when you this know? has got zero views after a week, but, all right. we're not actually talking to anyone. Yeah, so, okay, yeah, true. true. <laughs> right, but yeah, we're going to play that song, Drake, Euster, Atlanta, Vegas. Lovely. Peace and love. We'll be back shortly. You're listening to the Jazz FM and Friends Late Night Show. The only place for hip-hop discussion and general chit-chat. Hello and welcome. We are now live. It is Jez FM and Friends. It is the fifth podcast. Live in, in the studio. Live in the studio. In the fresh. Camera in the, in the, in the fresh. In the fresh flesh. So uh, we have Drew. <laughs> we have Reese. Yep. Um, tonight's theme, Drake. Yeah. Yep. So Drake. we've played oh Best I Ever Best I Ever. Oh. Best I Ever Had. Does that sound right? That is right. That, is that, doesn't, that doesn't sound right in my head. Okay. And Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Yeah. Um, Just about. So what we'll do now is... What's, uh, are we going on to the next album now? We're going on to the next, next project. Album. Ooh. Thank okay. Me Later. So it's a bit of a crossover, really. Thank because, Me Later, um, yeah. Okay. With, um, with Thank Me Later, um, there are a few tunes. Well, later on, well, So Far Gone was never originally released on digital platforms, was it? So that only happened, I think, a couple of years ago. Yeah, finally got it on there. Uh, yeah, finally got it on there. And when they put it on there, they put like a really expanded version of it on. Because I think So Far Gone originally didn't have that many tracks on it. And now, yeah. now it's weird because a lot of the tracks that are on So Far Gone are also on Fake Me Later. Yeah, so basically what happened is So Far Gone, um, it was the mixtape that extended it. And then there was the biggest bidding war, apparently, for yes. Drake at the time. Yeah. This is what they've said. Um, obviously Drake had that association with Lil Wayne and then it's the whole yeah he signed with uh, uh, Cash Money Young Money yeah. you know um, but oh, again interesting that biggest bit of more for him yeah. so even from the start obviously people knew that he was going to kill it like we said probably because the vibe the looks just very marketable right yeah um, that. so now we've got that album out of the way obviously we said about Noah Dark Distorted Themes Watery drums. So, Thank Me Later is the first studio album, right? Because yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, um, basically, Thank Me Later, he said he actually doesn't really like it as an album. No, no, I remember him saying yeah. because he was. Um, he said it was the first time because obviously we're so far gone. It was before he'd really blown, or it was the one that made him blow. So everything he made on that album was his own authentic. What he wanted to yeah. make. Mm. Whereas Thank Me Later, and thought he said the same thing was the first time where. They had other voices, and they they were trying to make music for other people. All of a sudden, yeah. And there were certain songs on there where he said they weren't really my songs; like they were 
made for other people. Yeah, then it, like he said, obviously, like he <coughs> he kind of said, first to do album, I came on as like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have a feature with Jeezy, Alicia Keys, you know, yeah, and so he yeah. said like it was just full of features, and he goes, it weren't really me, you know, he um, was just like, who can I be with? He tried to enter strong into the game. Um, and he said it was very rushed. He yeah. said like he didn't enjoy making it. Really, he said it was just no time on it. He and would write. Know, he would write a verse and that, and it was it was done. Yeah, and that he, being he couldn't so, change it or remake it. Yeah, because there's no time. They have to get they, they're yeah. on a time limit. They have to get things out quickly. So this was this was so this album was so you saying this was the first album he made under his YMCMB deal. I, I I think so. And yeah. that was well, how, do you know? I think that was like was it like a four album deal or five album deal? Something silly. Um. The deal stopped when he released. If you're reading this, it's too yeah, late. Okay. So, it been so yeah, so like four, five. So it's five. No, five. Yeah, because that came after where we're gonna stop, which is nothing so. the same. Yeah. So that's that's one of my big beefs at the moment because I actually, and again, I think it's one of the only things that Kanye is talking some sense about right now is that they get locked in for way too long. And that's five, five albums is silly, especially yeah. when you see how much Drake's changed in five mm. albums. But yeah, like like you say, even though this wasn't an album where he felt like it was one of his best. Oh, mate. The pro- oh, don't get me wrong. There's, there's, do you know what I mean? The, he doesn't miss. Even when it's bad, it's good. Like I say, I do enjoy the album, just as not not as much as other albums. Yeah. You know, um, and I think just to give a little knowledge drop, I think this was going to be called The Girls Love Drake. And basically... Um, there was a little kind of legal dispute. I'm with, so glad it wasn't called that, by the way. With, no, honestly, so am I. That, that is a... God. Yeah, that's, that's a terrible... That could have... That's a terrible name. That could have changed his whole career. Yeah. Like, honestly, it was going to be called The Girls Love Drake. I mean, it's true. And then um, but... there was some kind of distribution of some sort under that name. And then because Drake was signed to, you know, the cash money, young money yeah. lot, that there was a little legal dispute, but it got sold very quickly. Very, very quickly. Um, right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, on this album, you do, like, intro song, um, Fireworks, Alicia Keys, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Again, like, for me, was very close to being chosen on this list. Yeah, we spoke about that a lot before we before we made the list. Didn't we? Yeah. So, um, just to let everyone know, it was uh, 2010. Um, let's have a look. 1.8 million copies. Copies. <laughs> yeah. 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 Carrying on the theme. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, we have Find Your Love. Um, it, a lot of um, comparisons to 808 Heartbreaks, yeah. uh, Kid Cudi, Kanye West kind of feel. Mm. But um, like I say, it's not that I'd. Because I, I said to you boys earlier when we were choosing the songs, and then you said, What about this album? I said, I'm not really fussed about any songs on the album. Because yeah. it's, it's not a, a go to for mine. But what I, what I do like, and it's worth a mention because it's not a song that we've chosen, is Light Ups on this album. Yeah. So th- that was obviously the start of him and Jay-Z's relationship, which has been interesting because he's had, f- what, three features with Jay-Z now, I think? Uh, he's had a few now. Yeah. Pound Cake, Pound Light Up. And Talk Up. And then Talk Up and Scorpion. Yeah. yeah. And but didn't, but didn't he also, Jay-Z was also on Popstar as well, but got cut. Yeah, there is a yeah, there was a version of that, I think. Yeah, because that we'll talk we'll talk about that on the next one. We'll do part two, but I got like there was that was another situation where he had a leak, and mm. yeah, there were two versions, and Kanye was meant to be on that as well. And like, like I've said before in the podcast series, you know, 
album delays with leaks and kind of legal disputes all the time. And when yeah. is when when there's that many people as there are after Drake's music, you can't yeah. hide it all. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's impossible. Um, but yeah, so that was the start of their relationship, and there's. I think Jay actually bigs them up very, very much on this track. I can't remember the bars exactly, but really, really hypes them up to be like have longevity. Basically. Yeah. Um, so yeah that's, that's but like obviously, I know there is a. I can't think of it off the top of my head. That there's a Jay song, isn't it, where he talks about the people involved and who's going to take the crown, and he, do, he doesn't yeah. mention Drizzy in that. Mm. Can the new you what think song of is that? that? I can't remember what song that is. Know, I'm not a big enough Jay Z. Not off the top of my head. Um, it's the JD man. Honestly, another day I'll remember this hands down. But yeah, like on, on, on this album, we have Fireworks, Alicia Keys, Over, Show Me a Good Time, yeah. Great, um, Nicki Minaj, Up All Night, Fancy, T.I., Swiss Beats, uh, The Dream, Light Up Jay-Z, Miss Me, Little Wayne. And it, I think and we it can was, only choose two. I think, Finishing on Thank Me Now as well, by the way. Yeah. I was listening to it on the, on the, on the way home and Thank I was like, brilliant. Yeah. yeah, it was just a, I'm in the mood for this, you know. Yeah, and again, it was kind of like driving home, nearly crashed my car. And I was like, I'm "Don't so drink and drive, boy. Don't drink and drive." Don't drink and drive. Yeah. yeah. I, I was so. One thought is, I wouldn't be able to do the podcast. Tonight. <laughs> That's all what came into my head, you know. Um, so what song? What two? So yeah. So we've got. So obviously we had to pick two again, and we did it by a consensus. So. I guess the one I want to go with first is probably "Show Me a Good Time." Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a banger. It's a banger. Feel good move. Yeah. Feel good move. move. Feel good mood. Yeah, Drew's had a car for now. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm so happy someone else is <laughs> fucked up on the speech, honestly. I'm getting there. It, 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 I just slow down. <laughs> which so, is bad, uh, which, which is great because you, you guys get more airtime and then <laughs> make more mistakes. And then, which uh, is what everyone wants. On, on, on this track, you also have no ID. Okay, oh yeah, no so, idea on the so, beat. So unbelievable. No so, idea. My mentor, so let the story begin. Like yeah, yeah ridiculous. Producer, producer for Jay Z and the, all, all them lot. Yeah, rock, 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 rock nation. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. But um, I, I think let's just cue it right up, right? Let's play the song. Yeah, do I, it, I feel like there's not even worth going into. Show story. me a good time. Party time again. What probably one of the ones on the album where he's saying this was made a bit too mainstream. Probably made not for me, but again, it still bangs. Yeah. So, okay. Let. Do you know what? I know the listeners will probably think we're going to talk about another artist or we're going to go to Kanye West or we're going to tell a story but no we're actually going to play the song Let's do it, for the first time ever in Jez FM and Friends we're literally going to say yeah. say we're going to go to the song and then we're going to go to the song yeah okay so coming up now I mean all I've got in my head is don't look at the camera Jerry um, coming up now we've got Drake obviously this is the theme for tonight it's going to be available on Spotify with the song included. Yep. It's now on YouTube, so you can see our reactions. You can see us getting waved. And obviously the um, songs will be tagged oh, some, once we upload on YouTube. Yeah. The songs then, will be tagged underneath, so I'm, you can I'm, go and enjoy those. Just to give everyone a little bit of insight in what I'm going straight to do. Straight to the song. Uh, yeah. Okay. We are going to go straight <laughs> to the song, but a little bit of insight. I'm going to do the full podcast in, I guess, a, a YouTube video. Okay. And then I'm gonna do like medium content. So, <laughs> a YouTube video. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what the kids call it yeah. Medium content, or maybe like this is from So Far Gone album. This is from. Okay, okay. Thank me later. Love that. But then I'm gonna do micro content. Oh yeah. You know, Ooh. of just little jargon or jargon, little snippets. You know. Right. But um, yeah, 
I mean, I, I don't know if you care about this, but I, I actually do because I've spent a bit of time recently. We will see. We now, will see. Now people can see the love in your face yeah. and how much you're how much hard work you've put in. I know, yeah. How much you're enjoying it. And, and I'm talking about renting out renting out rooms so oh. you can so we can record all day. Oh yeah, mm. mate, I will do it. I've gone considering like when I said I'm gonna start off a radio station, I had a budget, right? Yeah. And then it went radio station, podcast, video podcast. My budget went well out the window. It's like grand designs. Oh, that's, that's, that's it. Passion, I'm, though. I'm, yeah. Passion, yeah. bro. Passion projects. And then, they'll, they'll and then re- the reason why it's happening is because I'm like, I've spent so yeah, far, we've had 18 good hours in it. And I've loved every single second of it. So I'm like, do you know what? Why would I stop? I am going to buy a 4K camera. <laughs> and then I'm going to put the 4K camera <laughs> in, in, the the, in the sink. You know? But I'm um, sorry. We're taking risks here, people. Um, let's Let's. Let's get into it. If you're liking it, share, tweet, do all that <laughs> stuff. I'm looking straight at you guys, okay? It's the JD. All right, got Drake, show me a good time. Enjoy, peace and love. You're listening to the Jazz FM and Friends Late Night Show, the only place for hip-hop discussion and general chit-chat. Hello and welcome back. This is Jazz FM and Friends. We have Drew, we have Reese. It's, uh, it's Drake as the podcast theme for tonight. Two things before we get into it. Yeah. Why were you just throwing gang signs up at the cameras before we started recording? Secondly, yeah. where is your schoolboy Q? Oh, <laughs> where is your schoolboy Q mask? It's upstairs, That's what you should be wearing in this upstairs. first episode, I think. No, we could have kept you uh, anonymous. We could have kept you anonymous. I'm not told you. Basically, like, since I've been doing this like radio podcast thing and podcasting, the song that I listen to for motivation is Schoolboy uh, School Q School um, in the studio. Yeah, yeah because I, I feel like I've got my own studio now. Studio's about Great song. Yeah. Uh, I spoke to, by the way, I spoke to Fieldy because studio, I had a very special experience with studio in Amsterdam in a coffee shop. It's like the first time I heard like, Schoolboy Q. Mm. But I was late to Schoolboy Q, basically. And uh, studio in, in a coffee shop in Amsterdam after an edible. Unbelievable. But... Um, Fieldy's, Fieldy was like, oh, that's the worst song on the album, blah, blah, blah. What? I was like, yeah, I know. No, no. <laughs> He's not. He's but he, like, he, he loves Schoolboy Q as a lyricist. He does. Yeah, because yeah. I've been listening to that, then I've also been listening to um, Man of the Year. Yeah, Man of the so Year is really like, good. You know, like, like I said, like, in the last few weeks, I've been making movements and progressions. Yeah. So, like, honestly, when I'm doing my stuff, I just have Man of the Year on repeat. I listen to it 25 times in a row. Yeah. But coming to the, the reason what Drew mentioned, I actually bought um, a white balaclava <laughs> and a, a white... Um, oh, you're right. We should have kept Jerry's the M. Huncho. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So, like, so you don't see his episodes. face. Exactly. Yeah. And then suddenly it's a big reveal. That's what yeah, I was going to say. So yeah, I basically touched, I mean, late. it's upstairs. So who Too knows? Late. I'm looking in the camera, but who, who cares? Well, maybe this isn't really Jerry and we're just going to do that. So, oh, um, snap. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've done. But maybe we'll do a schoolboy cue artist cover. Who yeah, knows? Definitely. I mean... We could book him for the show. <laughs> yeah, it's... We have he's so the kind of guy. He's the kind of rapper that would probably would come on a show like this. We have, we have so Genuinely. many opportunities. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. Genuinely, that's I right. Think he is. We're right. You know, um, who, like I say, at some point, I'm going to be honest. I am going to email every artist <laughs> and every record label. So you're going to have an email from jazzfmradio at gmail.com basically saying, "Do you want to come on my show?" Hey, if I can email Nasty Nick Cotton from EastEnders to come to Owly Stag, yeah. then you should just go and email whoever the hell you want. I am going to do it. I'm going to see who will say yes. I'm going to share a little snippet and just say, look, look, we get lit on the show. <laughs> we talk about music and we, we want a special guest. Come meet Gracie. Yeah, come meet the dog. 
Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, coming soon, Ian. So oh, well, um, yeah, but anyway, move, Drake episode. I think Drake episode. Alright, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we're moving on. Next album. No, take... still on, no, still on take, Fake Me Later. Oh, still on Fake Me Later. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, right. oh, yeah, of course we have. Yeah, yeah so, so for me, again, there's three songs. There's three songs for Drake that kind of fit into the first three big hitters that I just remember having on repeat mm. all the time. We've already talked about two of them. So Best I Ever Had was the first one. Find Your Love, actually, I don't even know if we talked about it, but Drew was, by the way, fighting to Find Your Love on the playlist, but unfortunately it didn't quite make it. You know, it happens. There's I'll, no, there's save, no it from, there's I'll save it for my wedding. There's, there's, no, there's songs, no rights yeah. or wrongs when it comes to this, this these choices, so it's a tough one. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's best I ever had, Find Your Love, and this one we're going to play, which is over. Mm-hmm. And those three Oof. were like the, the big first three for me that were just... Who was the one where he's in the video where he's sitting on his bed and all the lighting's coming behind him and stuff? Right? I'm not, I, do you know what? I, back in the day, I wasn't big on YouTube, so I wasn't really watching. Past like the MTV base days mm. and music channel days, I'm not really. I wasn't really big on it until more recently. Now I'm massive. I love watching YouTube, man. Yeah. So. But yeah, um, over and and for me again, you, you look at "Find Your Love," pure R and B song. Yeah. You look at "Best I Ever Had." There's some lyrics, but it's again, you know, yeah. the softer side of hip hop. Um, Over was the first time I was like, okay, this guy He's can rapid. really spit. He yeah. can spit as well. Um, and then obviously, when we get into his later albums, we find out how good he really is lyrically. But yeah, Over's, well, Over bangs. Well, Over's no, you know, obviously, I've got my research in front of me, and um, I'm just looking at, I mean, it went platinum. Yeah. So that's that's standard for pretty much Drake, you know. Um, number yeah. one UK albums, U- US Billboard 200, US top R&B hip hop albums. But um, it's only because I, I do remember at one point um, there's a video off this album which was filmed in Jamaica, I believe. And um, that is Find Your Love, isn't it? Is it Find Your Love? Where he's on the beach. I think they're on the beach in Jamaica where they're dancing around. And basically, it happened to be a government official from Jamaica said, um, by all means, I, I know that we're kind of big in the music scene. Uh, I, she was referring to a lot of gun culture and crime and gangs in the yeah. video. Um, but I, I just wanted to basically verify my source before I made this comment, but it's too late. So I, I've said it, and then it is true. But I just can't remember which specific video it was about. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, I, as I said, this album is not a go-to for me as such. But um, over is just undeniable. I know. Over is a great song though. It's, it, it's one of those that just if you're gonna pick like ten songs that were to say, um, kind of be the, the the big stand points in his career this will probably yeah. be one of them yeah. I, like I say I think it was early days for him getting commercial success Yeah, and it's a boy wonder again <laughs> of you course um, like hit after hit after hit after hit are we going to talk about if you're reading this is too late or no yeah but that'll be episode 2 episode 2 that'll be part 2 okay because that is probably one of my favourite mixtapes yeah and obviously that is pre- uh, predominantly Boy Wonder I know, See, that's, I know, my, I, that's I my think, least listen are you being serious that's my least I think, if, I think if I'm not mistaken I think it's Rob's favourite as well yeah there's um, you know like um, do you know what I'm just going to say it because we've missed it but uh, so far gone uh, I've said in a previous podcast my favourite track off there is The Can't yeah and then, um, you know, Noah40 said, 
in in in, in a interview basically how what are your favourite tracks? And obviously there's hundreds. Mm. And he said the calm and I was like, Do you know what? I'm I'm so glappy. Uh, so clappy. Glappy. I'm so glappy. I'm so glad and happy. Glad and happy. Glappy. Yeah, I love that. I'm creating terms all the time. To be fair. Yeah, I was like, I'm so happy. I called it in the previous podcast. Or that is my favourite track, and that's what brought me to the OVO kind of sound. Yeah. Then this brings me on to the other point when we talked about Public Enemy. Um, Then the next day, I sent you the link, didn't I? Yeah. Chuck D had an interview with the BBC saying how his music is more important than ever. So it's a good little insight that yeah. don't go wrong. We're having a good time, but what we're saying is valid. Still yeah. relevant, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. like the, the the very next day, Chuck D saying to the BBC, "It's more like what we're doing is it means the most." But James, you know why? Why he, he listened to the podcast? <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what he listened to the podcast. Maybe, and he was maybe, like, "Do you know what? Yeah, these boys are keeping my name alive." Yeah, maybe, maybe that's it. Annoying that he didn't shout us out. Yeah, but because like. I'm gonna be honest. So I, I said uh, the calm so far gone was my favorite song, and Madonna was my favorite song. Madonna's my Madonna's favorite on, on yeah. On, oh, then, I feel bad that we didn't choose it, but Madonna's yeah. my favorite. And then, oh, no, we haven't. We haven't done well, that. Actually, yeah, part two hasn't necessarily yeah. been yeah. chosen. Yeah. Like I said, the two songs that Noah said are his favorite was the calm he did, and Madonna. Madonna, Madonna. Yeah, crazy. And yeah, I literally, when I was, I was listening, I was like, I'm a fucking musical genius. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, you're in the wrong field then. Stop um, podcasting and start producing. You know, but uh, so <laughs> that was just a little. I, I kind of missed it. I wanted to speak about that. How what we're doing? We're having fun as a group, but yeah, we we are. What we've said has came into light a little yeah, bit. Yeah, later yeah. on for sure. Um, so, but uh, yeah, this album. Thank me later. Let's just jump into the next track, right? Over, over. Let's, Let's do, it. do it. So coming up now, we have over. Um, I'm gonna speak into the camera. Like, share, tweet, YouTube, Spotify will have the songs. If you're enjoying it, then yeah, just show some love. But um, this is the Jez FM and Friends podcast. Support this wavy guy. Yeah, we're having a good time. This is what it's about. Fifth, uh, fifth episode, fifth. Drake theme. Um, and then we've played, this is the fourth song, right? It's the fourth song. Fourth song. We're so halfway. next, yeah, next yeah, album coming up. 50% through it. Okay, so enjoy. Much love. Enjoy the song on Spotify. I'm not gonna lie, Jez. Long term, we should stop talking into the camera. <laughs> That's just my personal, honest opinion. It's my honest opinion. I think you've got to break the barriers. You do have to break the barriers, but I think when but, you watch this back, you'll realise. But think about yeah, it's fine think, for think the first about, episode. Think about YouTube is everything that mainstream TV isn't, right? Mm. that's the way I, I see people talking to the camera all the time they, no, they do do it they do but in this format yeah. they don't tend to do it yeah that's what I mean that's, that's what I think <laughs> oh okay <laughs> oh okay okay you, have, you wanna you have, have this wanna... and then I'm like oh fuck I'm talking to you now like, you wanna, you boom wanna, you wanna blend the lines between a podcast and a yeah. news report no a news report <laughs> but you get like those twitch players and stuff that like yeah. talking to the camera yeah 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 the funny thing is I'm still recording yeah that's fine cut that off the end it's you're listening to the Jazz FM and Friends Late Night Show, the only place for hip-hop discussion and general chit-chat. Hello, welcome back. This is the Jazz FM and Friends podcast series, available on Spotify and basically everywhere that has a podcast, if I'm honest. It's, it's on every platform. Go view it. Watch, stream, so, follow. Yeah. Obviously, on YouTube, got on Insta, Jazz FM, Facebook, Jazz FM. So, uh 
Tonight's theme is Drake. We've uh, we've played a few songs so far from So Far Gone and Thank Me, La- Thank Me Later. Yep. But now we're moving on to Take Care. That's it. Next one. Drake, uh, Drake Part One. So Drake's first four projects. Oh yeah. Tonight. So this is Drake Part One. Yeah, because there's so much to talk about Drake. Who knows? Who knows when Part Two will be out? We won't. Might not necessarily do it in a row. Yeah, we might like, be. I think so. We've got certified, uh, certified Lover Boy, haven't we? Coming out shortly. Oh, we have got this. Is it. So that, that's it. the thing. It, it might be that we do. It's supposed to be three parts. Yeah, three parts. So we'll see. We'll see when we get this. Noah said. Noah said on the Durant interview, "It's ready to go." Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. He probably was ready to go fucking ages. He said he said he doesn't know whether he'll give you a run up or whether he'll drop it overnight. He's one of those. Yeah, he's one of those. So um I like it overnight. Take care. What are your thoughts to begin with? So like let me go first on this, just because I know full well that I'm in the in the minority on this one. That's fine, arbitrary. That like uh take take care is and again, when I look at the we'll go through some of the track lists because I want you guys to almost try and pull me over it's my least favourite Drake album and takes nothing away from it because again uh-huh. when you look at the songs on it amazing mm. but do, you, do you know what I mean if I rank Drake albums like one to eight whatever he's had in terms of like it's your four least favourite it's, it's yeah. it, uh, that's not including like um, What Time To Be Alive with mm. Future that mm. would be below it for example oh really yeah. Drake's studio albums is my, probably my least favourite mm. I mean Drew what are you headlines. feeling Ed, and are you again, saying least favourite for you? Oh no, it's, it's not, not my least favourite. Again, I, I, I know so. I'm in the minority. No, yeah. I know. it's not my least favourite because my least favourite Drake albums are weirdly some of his late, his newer ones. Mm. I I prefer this old four core albums, start off albums. The mm. uh, yeah, these ones are for me. I mean, this 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 album has got crew love on it it's got take care on it. it's got marvin's room on it it's it's got so many bangers on this album as much as as much as those and again marvin's room will probably make my top top 10 drake songs easily easily possibly even, it makes my top five it, exactly I mean, it, it will possibly even scratch the top five but yeah again the album for me yeah as a whole not not the one because just to drop some knowledge in between uh released on november the 15th 2011 we have The weekend, Rihanna, Kendrick, um, Nicki Minaj, Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, and Drake. So, do you, know, do you know, can I just say, you know what, do you know what's interesting? And do you know why I think I feel like this about this album? You know what, you know what Drake says he feels about Thank Me Later? Yeah. About how, Well, you feel this is rushed. I feel like, I feel like this is the one that's more mainstream. Do you? Oh, I feel okay. like this is the one that's got all the features on it that are mm. the people who are hot at the time. I feel like, he didn't like Thank Me Later and then he realised that he's actually done something here he's gone big let's do it again he doesn't say that though he doesn't is say an interesting that. thing but I think he's thought look I know I can do this type of album it's gone big let's do it again and get more features in and let's see how big we can get this this recipe because before we try something else this album won him his first Grammy yeah I mean that and then, just so if anyone doesn't know, the reason why it's called Take Care mm-hmm. is because he felt Thank Me Later was so rushed that he literally wanted to take care with this album. Okay, so I wouldn't say it's rushed mm. because, again, the production, the step up in in terms of Sonics mm. is better, mm. so yep. much better. As an album, sonically, yeah. the, the, the clarity of sound, yeah. 
the the producers before Ian yeah. and Wonder and whoever else is on this album definitely reached a new mm. level themselves as well. Then something just to kind of note is thank me later. Um, they was no one wasn't no one was involved a lot, but they was also going to other people. He said at this point at this point to, yeah we thank me later and they was flying here there and everywhere mm. and take care there was more in one spot and it was mainly Noah kind of doing most of the work with the internal crew. Mm, so yeah. maybe that's why it feels a bit more polished. Manufactured. And, and then a bit more like Noah me. vibes, you know? Yeah, maybe. Um, but, I mean, this album for me, I remember when uh, when I was living in Coventry for uni, so I, I had friends kind of outside my apartment mm-hmm. who I used to meet up with and go out with. And then all I'd do is basically whack on this album, drink a bottle of Di Serrano, because that's probably what you guys know me for, right? Course, yeah. And then I'd go and meet them. Um, but I remember it would be like, you know, when, like I say, because not that I weren't friends with the people in my flat, but I didn't really, we didn't have that same connection. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So it would be like, it would be kind of shot for me over my do- uh, dead body, Marvin's room, and there'd be just me. I'm from one of, yeah, I was drinking a bottle of Di Serrano in my room. Pre-drinking and then going out and it's having a great sad, time. Yeah, yeah. You know? it's that. It's that well, it's, that's what Drake's aiming for in a lot of his music. It's that mood music. Yeah. It's that like you want to be you want to be in that specific zone, and then that listening to that music makes you feel even more in that zone. Yeah, he he, he does like nobody else. Take you, he, he yeah. He, he has with those no, melodic he has, sounds, he has no shame in making people feel something. Yeah, which has not yeah. really been done in his atmospheric. No. He like I say he. I've always said I love someone who can talk about their personal life and mm. connect and I feel like he does this very well even with the skit at the start of Marvin's Room mm. when he's calling you know the phone call of, yeah. you know what are you doing is like I've been to the club uh, you've had too much drink you know you have a glass of water everyone's felt it at yeah. some point yeah. in their you life every guy has felt that at some point in their life and, yeah. he, and he makes you think whether he is feeling it or not at the time mm. he, he puts himself in those shoes don't, doesn't, doesn't he yeah of course yeah. Yeah. I'll, like I say I've this is probably that's no, my favourite album. It is yeah, my no, favourite album. Yeah. Do, you, do you know that's, what I will say as well? That we've got both of you on here that love Drake so much. Yeah, got, yeah. Like, I'm in this. I'm in the middle of this yeah. album, but and it's it's your most unlikely. Your yeah, it's, your it's my favourite album. But then, yeah. but then when we get to the next one, the final album that we're going to talk about today, something changes, and, and it's a yeah. big change. But anyway, I think another another reason for me why this is probably near the bottom for me is because okay this is probably a good time to talk about where this is probably would argue his most mainstream album maybe where he first like hit the hit the charts big time in not just in america because billboard he was smashing anyway mm. but over here yeah but this this, this this is the album where i saw more people saying cotton on cotton on with Drake. exactly this, so, yeah. so but, but this is my problem with it right and this is this is where we get into the discussion about is it as 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 cool as it is to like Drake? Some people would argue it's cool just to hate him as well, mm. just for the sake of he's too mainstream at this point. Like I'm not interested, and people, and one of the reasons. So taking it back to the the point with the album is one of the one of the reasons people don't like him or have an excuse instantly not to like him is because they hear the radio play songs yeah. they hear your hotline blings they hear your one dances they mm. hear you name it all my favorites they hear, <laughs> yeah, I, I know but, but this is fine because you, you self-admittedly you like cheesy music which is cool um but 
people who are hardcore hip hop fans w- that dismiss his ability to rap point to these songs immediately because that's what what gets put yeah, in front of Yeah, that's a scapegoat. And with this album, it's got a lot of those songs. And I don't like it when people use that as an excuse because if I put songs in front of you, any of the, any of the time-checked songs, so 5am in Calabasas, 5am in Calabasas, 6pm uh, in New York, yeah. um, any of the timestamp songs, go and listen to those. But, but, we, but, but this album didn't have really much of that. So that's why, personally, for me, it's an album that a lot of people who hate on Drake can look at it mm. and say, "Ah, oh, look at Take Care, though." Mm. Oh, like that's that's just full of pop songs with mm. Rihanna and so what. You could argue the same about Views. It had quite a few, but yeah, that that's for me why I'm not a fan of it. I like the ones where he goes deeper lyrically. Because yeah, I, I feel like this. He talks about a lot of kind of girlfriends in this, doesn't he? It's a like, very very like who I should be with. Yes, it's yeah. kind of like. Yeah. What would my life be? Oh, I'm kind of getting into this uh, this success, but what have I? You know. Yeah. He's talked about goals that. This is my personal life. Yeah. This is, and that's what I fucking love. And, and, but <laughs> I, and at this point, though, it, but yeah. at this point though, I'm ready for Drake to now evolve as an yeah, artist. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because he, we'd already had that. We already knew he had that, and that's what he. But he becomes the rapper, and nothing was the same. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's let's so obviously then, talk about the tracks then on this one before. We then I just what I quickly want to mention is. You know, with so you have your album, and normally you drop a single, which is gonna, it's basically gonna, yeah. I'll, I'll say be in the clubs, yeah. be lively. The but the single for this was Marvin's Room. So, so who has done anything like this? So there we go. Drop a single like that. So that's perfect because that's our first choice. And you're right because again, watery drums come back in mm. underwater drums, the most stripped back beat. Oh, and yeah. what he said is, again, if you hand Empty. if you hand that beat to any other rapper at the time. They'll go, what the fuck is this? Yeah. What, what am I supposed to do with this? And then he just it's just scary. kills it. And, no, no, it. and the melodies that he hits, and it's just a song yeah. that you can just sit, and if you're a fan of music in general, you can listen to that song yeah. and enjoy it, if you're in a certain mood. And then, just so we do cover it, also, Andre 3000's first in The Real Her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That is fucking he, smooth. He, he goes further right. on that, right? He, is, he has the outro verse on that it. is fucking unbelievable mm. like I have listened to that song and just listened to Andre's verse again what we said before yeah. about Andre when we mentioned Free Stacks before was that he doesn't have to do much these days he doesn't yeah. have to but the artists that do choose him for their projects yeah. always yeah. big names and then, like I say with this album also the motto right oh, yeah the motto yeah. yeah he basically brought YOLO to yeah, yeah, that the, the fucking very true. public world, did he? Okay, hell yeah, fucking right. This was I, on this album. Again, yeah. I don't know how hell yeah, fucking right. All the more has not been chosen, to be honest. With yeah, you. yeah. Like, that's that's the thing. Yolo, Drake brought it to the mainstream, didn't yeah. he? Let's face it. Yeah, but I, did I, I don't want to say that. Choice, I will say hell yeah, fucking right. Oh, so annoyed it's not on the list because. Again, rap ability te- technically, yeah. He he later on for me on the next album he develops more his his ability to multi properly with depth and substance, but you listen to his technical abilities flow at the beginning of Hell Yeah Fucking Right. The guy doesn't breathe for like a minute. Yeah, it's mad. It, he can. Spit. But then you've got the songs like Practice, which I was talking about earlier, oh, and then Hate Sleeping Alone as well, which I forgot was on there as a bonus track. Cameras. Oh, I even love the. Buried alive interlude with Kendrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah buried alive. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Got Kendrick in the loop. Like, I think. And then also you have Take Care with Rihanna. And then, not that you can't 
Crew Love and The Weekend. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the, the first, first proper link-up, wasn't it? I, think. I don't know. It'd that? be interesting because they're obviously from the same city, yeah. so I wouldn't be surprised. And then obviously, if The Weekend was signed I didn't realise he was actually signed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it yeah, was yeah, OVO XO when I think yeah, he was. He went his own way in his space. Because that was, I saw Drake at um, Wireless. I can't remember which year it was. Yeah, yeah. And it started pissing yeah. down with rain. That's around the Olympics. Right? And, yeah. And Weekend was also performing. And then he came out for Crew Love. Yeah. And it it just, the lights, it was dark, blue. That 2011, right? Take care, 2011. Take care. I, I can't remember what year I was. I can't remember what wireless that so was. So I reckon right 2012. It might have been Olympic 2012. It is 2011. It might, November the 15th, yeah, yeah, I think it was one just before the one at the Olympic um, Stadium. So it might have been. Yeah, so should we well, go into Marvin's room? Yeah, just one before, quick thing. Go on. Uh, Drake's biggest regret is he said that he didn't do enough work with the weekend and he didn't oh. provide the fans with the tour that they were meant to do. Of course. Um, it needs to happen. Could you imagine? And then, so yeah, and then one quick little thing. So obviously you have the YOLO in the uh, the motto, right? Yeah. But uh, you know him, Rick, um, Rick Cross of Boys? Yeah. And he says like, basically, what I'm worried about is when I give an artist a beat, I'm like, what are they going to bring back to me? But he says with Rick, I know he always produces. He said he's got the most faith in his yeah. solidity. Yeah. So he basically said that. Said that I, yeah, 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 I just know what I'm going to get. He's, so for me, I think he's probably my most consistent rapper. So this is what Drake says. Yeah. Um, so he says, I know what I'm going to get. So basically, that's why I fuck with him. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, same as future. That, and that, that's what it is. Wow. But um, Drake yeah, and... If you want that wow. sound. Yeah. I don't know if you, but if you want yeah. that sound. Drake and Rick Ross, they actually had a mixtape or like a collaborative album called YOLO and then do you know the reason why they didn't release it? No. Because of Watch the Throne success. Oh. That's mad. Yeah. That's mad. That's interesting. So, yeah, it's called YOLO, him and Rick Ross. Oh, do you think that's more out of respect or do you think that's more out of, okay, this is now the wrong time to do this? I feel like Drake, I need to hear that. Drake has always done something different with like say the sound, releasing Marvin Room as a single, um, kind of going against the trend, I guess. It was just unfortunate that Jay-Z and Kanye released yeah. that album. And then maybe... Because it, it, oh, Also, because yeah. he did that Money in the Grave pack recently yeah. as well with Rick Ross, like yeah. a couple of years back, which was ridiculous. Mm. And Omerta on that. So, oh, the bars in that song are yeah. ridiculous. But you know him and Lil Wayne have done an album together too? Who? Uh, Drake Lil Wayne. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. The amount of the amount of yeah, projects that would be yeah, sitting yeah, in people's vaults and banks, yeah. we could speculate well, like on let's, let's Be honest. He released Care Package, which is kind of like unreleased singles, not available on. Yeah, yeah they weren't available on streaming. Yeah, and, right. and they finally got it released. Went, it went number one. Mate, because they just beat when someone. Oh, and yeah. then it, it was even like I know this. Um, him and Kanye did a lot of stuff together before it went. Yeah, ironically, so, uh, yeah. West. <laughs> nice, you know, nice, thanks. nice. Jazz. I know Josh Hay would appreciate that. He would appreciate that. Um, but yeah, so oh, we're actually going to do a double play on this one anyway, aren't we? Uh, yeah, let's try on a. Let's oh, try it's, on a... it's Marvin's room. What was the other one that we picked? Yeah, Marvin's room. The other one we picked again. This is you guys called. Was the first I, one I gave you it? full creative control yeah. over this this album. Mm. It was over my dead body. Uh, over my, over my. Yeah, yeah, it has yeah, to be. It has then, to be, mate. That's the thing. It's like. I know hey, you... shout out to my Asian girls, let the lights dim some. Yeah. You can't not put that on the list. And that was why I allowed it. <laughs> and then, if, if I was going to choose, say, like, ten songs for this podcast, two-part series, three-part series, who knows, four-part series, mm. I could I could have chosen 80% of them from this album. 
Um, that's how much I love that's it. That's how I feel about nothing was the same. You know, I even, I don't practice. Practice uh, the video. The video. The, not that I want to go back to the, the theme, video but the strip club vibes. <laughs> There's a common theme. Yeah. Here, you know the what I'm saying with cameras and practice? Um, <laughs> yeah, so obviously we have Marvin's room coming up next. Yeah. And then... Followed by Over My Dead Body. Over My Dead Body. As always, available on Spotify with the songs. It's a better listening experience. So, yeah, guys, talking to you out there. I've been told not to do this, but <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. Um, listen on Spotify. Um, available on YouTube. It's going to be available everywhere else, though. Google, Apple Music. Um, like, share, tweet. Obviously, we're having a good time. This is the fifth uh, episode in the podcast series. Tonight's theme is Drake. But we want to go so much deeper in the future. Now we've got the set, you know, we want to talk about specific verses, bars, mm. kind of record labels. You know, we need to do just a talk about Scott Storch. Scott Storch, we need to do talks about, um, yeah, record producers, like I was saying, Max messaged yeah. me the other day, I was saying to you, he wants to, well, to talk about murdering. Well, let's, because we, we kind of decided on our four topics right yeah, so yeah. like to, to, to give you an idea like we're, we're not sure whether this is set in concrete this, this is but, like a rough plan but yeah he, he, aka he, a message over whatsapp exactly that yeah. but then but this is the modern world and this is how business is done these days um but yeah i'm just gonna go back and try and find the layout that we did but the idea is that we'll do um kind of record on a friday We'll do a different topic each week and we'll do it on a four week rolling um, thing. So I spotlight today, just like we're doing with Drake. Great, yeah. um, week two would be uh, beats and bars. So we'll talk a little bit about, um, say for example, our lyrically our favorite J. Cole songs mm. or our best Scott Storch beats. Yeah. So and I, I know that's beat, where you come into your own. Beats and that, That's what you love. Oh, uh, talk to me about lyrics yeah, all day. Yeah, you love that more than me. Talk so to me about I'm, lyrics I'm all day. And, I, and on the next album with Drake, which is where I think he really evolves mm. in mm. that sense. Um, top eight debate would be week three. So we'll do um, a debate about, say, the best Kanye West songs. Yeah. Have our own list, talk it out, mm. see, see what we think. Um, could be Kanye West songs, could be whatever we fancy. Um, and then week four might be an album review. So, for example, we might talk about the Black Album, uh, particular albums that have had like a big impact yeah. in the culture, or, or 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 just personal favorites of ours. So, yeah, that'd be the plan. Do it on a four week revolving thing. See yeah. what everyone enjoys, yeah. and then um, get some feedback. Yeah. So definitely put comments in after the what videos. Yeah, um, what you want us to review? Yeah, of course. Yeah. But also, I, I I love learning. So if if I haven't heard it. I will, I will smash it out all in a week, absorb as exactly. much as I can, and I'll, I'll give my personal opinion, but, hey, again, not another tangent, but if, if you literally want to come on the show, if you're a friend of mine, drop me a message, do you yeah. know what I mean? And but also, I'll, what I'd say is, yeah, you use the comment section to tell us what, what you want to hear, because you've got, like, you, your, your base in, is in... The, is is in the history is in your older hip hop nineties mm. eighties yeah. etc. Mine is in UK music lyricism, mm. um, and and Drew is kind of like the all rounder who yeah. just like has fingers in all 90s, kinds of different pies. R and B like everything. So, um, but w obviously we want to give people what they want. So, yeah, yeah. So I think let's end. It let's on go that in. Note. Let's go let's into the two songs. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. 
Again, my love, love over my dead body. Enjoy. You're listening to the Jazz FM and Friends Late Night Show, the only place for hip-hop discussion and general chit-chat. And we are live again for Jazz FM and Friends. Obviously, we have Drew Reese here. Drake theme for the fifth episode in the podcast series. Available on Spotify. Obviously, now it's YouTube too because we have the filming involved, the two camera angles, camera in the sink, you know. Camera in the sink, gang. It's that setup. Camera on the counter. So um, we've gone through so far, gone. We've talked about Noah. We've talked about the OVO sound. We've talked about Thank Me Later. We've talked about Take Care. Uh, so we've covered quite a bit in the first part. Yep. Um, so obviously one more album to go and then the album is nothing was the same nothing was the same yeah the iconic album cover yep Drizzy in the clouds as a baby deluxe edition Drizzy in the clouds with his classic shape up beautiful yeah mate so so good and again I think this is where he really evolved I think this is where he really found his own this was was the rap album after so far gone and then also his most concise album agreed because Body I know, of work overall, yeah. In terms of um, getting getting some substance in there for the first proper time that wasn't just about girls, because mm. he talks he talks about his mum and his dad on this album for the first time, mm. really, mm. Um, and various other things. But yeah, yeah. Well, what I love is if people don't know, uh, his mum was an English teacher and a florist. Mm. So that's he. He always says the reason why I get the language is from my mum. You know, Sandra's rose. Yeah. Hence, you know, mm-hmm. it's the florist aspect. And then his dad, he said, that's where I get my swag from. He was the musician, you know, he, he, he was the G. Yeah. You know, um, so I guess. Yeah, yeah. I love looking at him. Yeah, yeah, I love looking at him on his Instagram. Like, it's, it's mad, isn't it's it? It's mad. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. You it's can mad. see where he gets it from. And, and do you know what I love about it as well is, is like, obviously his dad, like from what you find out later on, his dad's life obviously went, didn't, really go as well as his mum's did financially mm. and in terms of like quality of living and stuff but like with the resurgence with with Drake's success like he's really like brought his dad into like oh, a different life his dad has released his own records <laughs> do you know what I mean like if you I can mean, do that and that's probably yeah. just been a dream of his so yeah, and this, like be able to like, really do that again he's, he's kind of just bringing everyone up as much as possible yeah, yeah. you know whether it's mum dad friends everything yeah yeah um, but yeah this album is like I say um, if anyone doesn't know the the art cover is actually a Toronto artist too yeah. again that whole theme of bringing Keeping the city it close, up bringing the city up you know I know Tory Lanez actually hated on Drake for a little bit well not hated he had a bit of beef with him because he was saying mentioning the six so much mm. um, and there is a slight disreference there um, then we've kind of talked about the sound because that's what all he wanted to do is talk make a sound for Toronto yeah. um, but this album is incredible it just got the most personal on it this is definitely where he got the most personal and, and like I say I think the last two Thank Me Later, uh, Thank Me Later self-admittedly wasn't, wasn't necessarily made for him and was rushed mm. and then like I say Take Care quite a mainstream album a lot of pop songs mm. this one like he just had some some stuff to talk about which I think was a big criticism of him up to this point mm. um and yeah, he does it so well. And I remember waking up and realizing that this album had dropped straight on Rap Godfathers, downloaded it straight away, headphones in my, my MacBook, in, listened to it, and I thought, 
this is what we need right now. Yeah, yeah. mate, he, he opens albums so well across the board. Uh, we, we talked about it earlier. He opens and closes albums so well. His opening songs are usually really quite dramatic. There's usually quite a lot of bars in there. Sometimes there's some subliminals in there, which we always like. Um, and then the outros are normally either timestamp songs or just songs where he's just addressing beef mm. or just addressing things and he just goes in and those are the songs that I feel like non-Drake fans need to invest time in just to see oh, Hot, especially hardcore hip-hop fans like I say you kind of you have if you, like him. you have Drake with the slow jams the R&B you have the pop Drake you even have the I guess um kind of dancehall music Drake right yeah. mm. then you have now even the dual Drake so you mm. have five different types of Drakes um, well, yeah, that's that's what he was saying, wasn't he? He said there's four. He has almost four different fan bases that he has to try and cater to. So when you're making an album, and they talked about Scorpion at this particular time, because they said obviously a lot of people's criticism of Scorpion is too many songs. You 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 feel that? There's a lot of songs. But the reason he said he does it is what are you gonna do? If I like, forty believes in the te- the ten song album. Oh yeah, that's what he loves. Right, yeah, he yeah. believes in the ten song album. But the problem is, when you if you're a straight rapper like Eminem, a ten song album's perfect. If you've got five genres mm. and therefore you've got five different fan bases you have to please, you've got to cut it down. What, what are you going to do? Just give no, them two of each? Can't. Yeah, can't do that. We, we, have to pick, we have to pick two now. Yeah, we we yeah, two yeah, now. yeah, yeah. I think you've got to. Yeah, understand, we had to do that, yeah? But how much but, we hate but, picking but, it? But if he does yeah. that, if he does that, does he achieve the level of fan base that he's got? Oh, Probably know, not. I've, I think... 20 songs he, is a lot of songs look, man it's a lot of songs mm. but if it was if it was getting to a point where okay the numbers were dropping off because only 16 of the songs were like really yeah, really doing well no all 20 of those songs are still doing crazy numbers yeah, yeah. so you can't say necessarily it's too much because people are still consuming think, it would, would the quality be better I agree I would I agree and when we do Drake part 2 the, the, the second four or five projects or whatever it is you, I will talk a bit more about how I think there are more throwaway songs on those albums. Inevitably, if you do a 2022 song album, exactly. there's going to be go Ratchet down. Happy Birthday is probably the worst song you've ever made. However, oh, yeah, yeah. however, but then again, Scorpion, all the girls that play on Instagram for Happy Birthday bro, is fucking mad. And again, that comes back to the fact that he is trying to be a pop, a pop star you know? and the biggest artist of all time. Anyway, yeah, so where are we? <laughs> One um, thing I do want to say is. Um, Obviously, with the kind of Scorpion album, I know we're not getting into it yet, but the 20-odd songs, he wanted it to be like Life After Death, B.I.G. Two sides. Just bangers. You know, obviously, you've got the first half kind of um, rap, then the second half R&B. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, in my eyes, I just wanted it to be 20-odd songs of absolute bangers, and that's what he wanted to produce. But then, I, I don't have the attention span for... 96 minutes of music and that's I think that's what Scorpion is yeah. um, so this album was perfect for me it had great features um, Jeanne Aiko yeah. Sampha Magic Jordan yeah when, when you talk about lyricism right because again I think this is where he became the most adept lyrically when you talk about lyricism there's three big things when you talk about making someone the best lyricist like ability to do metaphors similes double entendres so like your actual wordplay um, your your um, your uh, cadence, cadence, yeah. So uh, again, flow, but also fitting things into that, uh, and then storytelling. So like being able to 
make people like dive into what you're saying and like just mm. hook them in two lines and this he does all three of those things on on this album in different yeah. ways yeah. the songs we've chosen by the way like the the next because we might as well tell all three because they're yeah, all yeah, the same project so yeah, we're gonna do tusk and leather uh the language and then the motion i mean wu-tang forever by the way when you talk about on it. when you talk about cadence on the motion like being able to just slip into the same pocket and just like repeat it and just bop right bop is a big thing the that rappers man. talk about yeah. because if you can't create no matter how good you are if you can't create bop just making someone just nod their head like it's not gonna it's not gonna fly mm. and the motion is the perfect example of that come through does the same sort of thing yeah it does yeah it's, uh, slow, it's slower but it does the yeah, same thing so, yeah. I, I was very happy when you had take care than this album to follow. Yeah, yeah, it was the perfect transition. On, honestly, like... Um, That's quality yeah, on top of quality. On top of quality for me. Three or five to my city. Yeah. The language. Yeah. Pound cake. Pound cake we spoke about like, last time. We have spoke about pound cake. And obviously, you know when we was talking about Noah fucking up that beat, distorting, yeah, yeah, yeah. doing whatever. I know recently there's been like an Instagram reward of Ellie Golden saying, oh, did you know this was me on beat? Yeah. I actually didn't know it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we knew it. I think we spoke we about it. We like that who sampled um, yeah. into who sampled. But it's like, so. that's a pure example of him just fucking up the beat. Like, I, I feel like this album does have everything. Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah, and, that, and that's another thing that we haven't even, I, I didn't even mention, 40's production comes on a long way in this mm. album as well. A long way, he starts to use a lot more vocal snips and old samples which he was using before but not yeah. to this extent because i, I know with um with noah i keep calling him now like first name, but first, first name terms. Terms, you've been but, to the um, toronto that's what it is, no, he, <laughs> so it is he, he says that a lot of the times well firstly he got into kind of music because there was a his, his house had a student exchange his mum mm -hmm. so there was a japanese student came over with some uh, no you know, english he dated an English girl, right? Yeah, there was an English girl, but uh, a Japanese student came over with like uh, the DJ uh, turntables. Right? Oh, okay. Uh, and basically, that kind of got him into, yeah, that, that was like the first signs of, oh, what is this? <clears throat> yeah. And then he said that his dad was very good with kind of technology. And then he said that he's always had this kind of creative spark of technology and cr being a creative. So he said, I don't know this guy's name, but um, you know, from Japan, kind of brought him into the the, the techno, uh, yeah, the DJing world. Yeah, he was like a self-confessed um, nerd, anyway. So yeah, he really then he said like he was always building shit and saying like, yeah, oh, what can I do with this speaker? Yeah. He said basically anything with a cable or like if it was electric, he or was interested. Around in it. Yeah. yeah, and he said the first time like someone saw his setup and they told him he told them that he'd made this all off of his laptop and a couple of plugins. Oh yeah. And they were just like, "What do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> what do you mean you've done like, that? Where's your MIDI? Where's your like? Where's your NPC? Like, what's going on?" When I watched this um, interview with, I said it was a Noah and this guy called Les yeah. from Toronto. Basically, they're, they're in the studio and they're fucking welding shit together in the speaker <laughs> and that. And then there's like, oh, you, you know, and it's like everything was like homemade near enough. Yeah. yeah. And he said that um, what he does for a living, well, not. What he enjoys doing is creating studios. Yeah, yeah, he said he's got and too it, many now. And then he said, no one has a studio like mine. Yeah. And he says, basically, I can plug in my, lo my laptop and I've got everything that you could ever want. Mm -hmm. And he says, not only does this make it enjoyable for me to produce music with Drake, he goes, sometimes <clears throat> we sit down and I'm done in five and 10 minutes. Mm. And then he said, he's had artists come in, I guess from Ogo Sound, 
and he's like, I'm done. And they're like, what? He's like, I'm I'm done. Like this is over. Mm. But I've, I've I've got what I need. And he even said like, I know we mentioned about setup today. I've got a camera in the sink. <laughs> he, he said that he records stuff in his iPhone. Yeah, just fucking uses it. Fair. You know, just goes with the keys. But anyway, it's a bit bit of a digression. But yeah, this can I album, go on a complete tangent there while you're yeah, talking about studios? It, yeah. I was watching. Um, I don't know if you've seen that Dave Letterman's got his talk show on Netflix. I've seen a couple of episodes. Who was on it? He's got. His, he's on the third season now. Yeah, I'll see a first few. I thought, do you know what? The the people that he's got in the third season, I was like, I'm going to go back and start again. So I watched the Jay-Z one. Which oh, yeah, I love that one. So good. You seen it? Yeah, of course I have. Jay, you see where they talk about Rick Rubin's studio? And yeah, his, yeah. Uh, yeah. On his Kevlar. lounge. Where he's, where he's got the, uh, the, the old van. Yeah, the, the old camper van. Oh, the old camper yeah, van. Yeah, yeah, of course I love it. Mad. Do you know, he mixed, he mixed half of Jesus in that Yeah, because do you know what I hate about it? I think he's got his feet out the whole interview. Yeah, he, has, he is a proper <laughs> yeah. hobo. Yeah. And the funniest thing about it is when you look back and you see he's like a hobo now and then you see him in he's the 99 Problems yeah. video <laughs> yeah. and he's wearing the biggest fur coat yeah, and yeah, fucking yeah. like fedora hat with a feather yeah. in it. Sick. But um, yeah, that, I thought that was crazy. Yeah, that, that I'm, I'm going to watch all of those, man, because yeah. there's a Kanye one. Yeah, the Kanye yeah. one is... Um, Interesting. I think I've seen the Kanye one. That's what I want to see. Wow. Literally, we just said news. That Joe Rogan, Kanye... Confirmed seven minutes ago. Big news. Oh, that's that's mental. At time of recording, not at time of release. Just, We're late on that. I really hope Kanye doesn't dig himself a hole, but he's going to... Probably will, yeah. yeah. Well, Joe... And he'll probably be a lot of very politically charged. Oh, which is quite annoying. Let's uh, let's not feed other people's content anyway. No, I'm I'm just gonna call it now. You know what's gonna happen? It's gonna be Kanye saying all this stuff and Joe just going, like nodding. Potentially, you know I mean? like you know. I think he's gonna want to let him go. Yeah, yeah. You just want to yeah, let him go. Yeah, yeah. you gotta let him go. Yeah, he, he always like, in, for example, in, and he can go in that David Letterman interview. That's all he does. Okay, he literally, David's kind of like. That's what he did on the Zay Lowe interview. Yeah. He does, does it all of his interviews. He's got to let him go, off, man. Just, just he grip on, hold on tight for the ride. You know. Um, but, so, uh, right. So we're coming on to nothing. Yeah, nothing. So the songs we've chosen, we already mentioned nothing. So Tuscan never being the first one. Probably should talk about him a little bit. Tuscan never. We were talking about Drake beefs a little bit earlier. Yeah. And this was the. F- I, I was, I'm late to some stuff, especially in American hip hop because um, Canadian hip hop, whatever you want to call it. Um, especially with the beefs because it's so subliminal some some of the time and some of the history is so old that you catch up on it late so nothing was the first nothing was Tuscan Lever was the first time I heard about the beef between Pusha T and Drake and he does there's a couple of bars on it where he says about um, uh, jump in front of a bullet you wasn't meant for um, so on and then we were just talking about it starting with Wayne so we didn't know that beef actually started with between like actual like, Pusha T and yeah. Wayne and clips back in the day, like 2006 or something. Mm. Um, but yeah, what do you think of like Drake's beefs? Like the main two being Pusha and... Um, uh, Meek Mill. And Meek, yeah. I think... And how do you think he's uh, fed? Well, I know the Meek Mill one started because apparently Drake didn't turn up for a concert. Mm. Um, and obviously from what I've... Uh, I think that's, that's charged up back to back, isn't it? Yeah. 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 What do you think of those two? You think you charged up? So They're also charged up was like a softy. Yeah, I, I didn't think charged up was like it didn't hit, but it was, it was clever. But it was clever because yeah. he didn't. It killed him, and he was already dead when he did back to back. Yeah, that was I mean, the problem. The, 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 the yeah. bar of um, you know, is this your tour is or your girl's tour? That's when I thought, oh fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is, and but yeah. but when but but again on 
was it on this album or is it on Views where he's popping at Tiger and he's so deadly when he aims he's deadly bro yeah, when it, what is he says he said you need to actual gauge your age and not your girl's age yeah, to then, Tiger then, on, then on 6 p.m. in New York that's Come a big factor of Tiger leaving um Bro, you know, and now he's on OnlyFans. You know, <laughs> he's yeah. on OnlyFans. That's where you need to be. Heard, you know. Yeah, you do. Um, but yeah, I thought the Meek Mill one, um, and also killed him. From what it came to, uh, apparently weren't in a good headspace. Meek Mill at the time. No facts. So um, and I know. And they're that, boys now. Yeah, Drake, and when they have collaborated, yeah. by the way, I fucking think yeah. those things. Yeah. Yeah. Also, because Drake said that Meek doesn't fucking act. He, he's a He's a fucking genius. He's a real genius. Yeah, he is. I've been he seeing is, recently. No. He's been having a lot of problems where he's he's having the kind of problems that Giggs was having when he was making music in the UK and getting shows shut down and shit. Mm. And he's got a couple of like long um, shit cases against him where it's like him him pulling wheelies on a quad bike <laughs> mm. and they've like shut down video shoots and shit because of it. And he yeah. can't perform shows. He is getting unfairly targeted. It's yeah. bullshit. But obviously, um, I think in one of the concerts, Drake went on stage and kind of said. Meek Mill for and sure man that's kind of ended the beef and he actually is a big fan of him and he's self yeah. admittedly but then obviously you know him and Nicky go back like the, the yeah, time yeah, and he said it hasn't really been the same with Nicky no you know um, but I think he kind of said like she handled it really well she didn't I, I think she went out on tour said something like basically like I've, I still have love for my boy yeah so that's, sure. that's the first one the second one with Pusha T obviously now this is obviously from the I know off we, we, we've spoken about this from the yeah. off this is a much more evenly contested beef because oh, I love Pusha because, because Meek Mill as good as he is and as hype as he is and as much as he puts on for Philadelphia as much as Drake puts on for Toronto he is not lyrically there mm. he's a shouter he's okay he's got some bars he's got some doubles but he's not there like Drake's in a slightly higher conversation than that. Pusher is also. My problem with Pusher is that he can only rap about drugs or hurting yeah, people. Now, yeah. the only problem... When he does it. But when he does it, again, the same as Drake is the best at rapping about himself and bragging, mm, Pusher is that equivalent about drug talk, right? He's the best at it and fucking hell. And he will... You Again, he can come for you. Mm. I think lyrically, this was a reasonably even battle. And I think it was one... Based on how who had the most dirt. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, it was. And I think, like I say, Drake said whatever. Well, he didn't respond, did he? No. And then I think the reason why, well, he's you know, he's pretty much said, "What could I do to say?" Or I, I couldn't do any more damage than he said. Drake's got a kid. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? So like, it's. But the one thing that I, I don't really care about that, I think that's fuck it. The, you, you know the one thing I'm going to say, which I didn't like. The forty thing, no, because yeah, you, you spoke thing. about it on the Josh Fund. Yeah, and, 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 and we we have spoke about that. Yeah, well, and, I know. And, and, really and, and I know, I know that there's there's so many levels to it because the whole argument was in war that in war there's no there's no rules, mm. right? Now he's gone for the drug. And, and I also and I also know that the argument is that Drake bought oh, yeah, bought, bought up Pusha's girlfriend yeah, yeah, did, by yeah. name previously. Yeah. Now my problem is there's levels within levels. That's not the same thing yeah. as essentially wishing someone dead. Well, like that that is that, that's that's what I don't fuck with. Man. It's not. Like, it wasn't. It was. It was a step too far. However, I also understand that why the hip-hop community would receive it, or some of the hip-hop community would receive it as, it's not too far, there's no rules. And if you're so gonna... for me, I'm on I'm on the fence with it, as much as I'm on your side. And you wouldn't get that from a lot of rappers. A lot of rappers would say that, but Pusha T, he's, 
he's come he's come oh, from yeah, no, like, yeah. Like, and, and do, do you do you, do you honestly want my opinion on it and, and a lot of people will say oh this is just because you're a Drake fan and you're not as much a Pusha T fan I think I think genuinely I don't I think genuinely Pusha T didn't want to go there and I think Pusha T at that stage saw it as do you know what Drake Dr- no, no, ma- no matter what happens here Drake is going to come out on top because numbers wise I'm not going to damage him enough to stop him from becoming yeah. as big as he is going to become but what I can do is say something so outrageous that my name will be boosted for a little while afterwards and, then, and I feel like he just did the best but he you could know what I think himself. it's a mad thing so I don't know if you know about this that obviously um, Drake and Kanye live down the road from each other right yeah yeah that's right literally. Kind of yeah. so then obviously Drake said, I thought it was Hills no Hidden Hills right um, is that the same place? Oh, I don't know. My, I don't. I honestly don't yeah. know my American drug. Um, so Drake would say, like, you know, I would, yeah, I'd go around his house. We would record music and that. And he said that I confided in him and said about this kind of situation. Obviously, Pusha T right, yeah. used it. And then there's always <laughs> been that kind of. He felt that he wanted to recruit someone who had a hate for Drake. Yeah. And then in the Pusha T Joe Budden podcast, I believe, yeah. he basically said that the source wasn't Kanye, it was Noah. Um, Forty that leaked it, yeah. You know, and I don't know. I, I feel like I don't know what to believe on that though. I, 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 just, I just feel like you fucking you said that thing about wishing. Like I'm all about positivity. You know, yeah, I, yeah it's not. I like, don't worry. It's, it's, it's kind of about rap, boys. Battle rapping, so you've got to go for it. Yeah, yeah but but if, if you're if you're saying that to someone who like me, who's a perfectly healthy human, yeah, but when, when like, you say it to someone, bro, who's the guy has literally got a terminal condition, like not terminal, but he's got a degrading, a, a, yeah, ter- a yeah. chronic degrading condition. Yeah, bro, he's he's literally gonna die early. You don't mm. need to wish it on him. And then, do you know what I loved about it is how obviously this came out, and then the way Noah used it as a tool to make awareness about the disease yeah yeah and in a way that helped and I'm sure Pusha T yeah, will probably, you know, I'm sure yeah. Pusha T will be claiming off the back of that oh look how much it helped you know, um, but yeah agreed like so just to touch on I just wanted to touch on the Drake beef a little bit because yeah. in Tuscan Leather the first song we've chosen that just happens to have those bars and again uh, the, the only the only reason they annoyed me with Pusha T was because yes they had the history with Lil Wayne but at the time that this, the reason he got involved at this stage was because of the Kanye West and Drake tension. And you didn't need to do that. And that's why he says, jumped in front of a bullet you wasn't meant for, because just why are you getting involved in this? Like, what's, why, why mm. do you need to, this is between two people bigger than you. Yeah. Like, then just to move on, no, like, not move on, but Drake said that the worst thing about this was the whole Rick Ross situation. Yeah. Because obviously he's boys with Rick Ross, and we mentioned it's earlier that, yeah. how he loves Rick Ross and like the music he, he makes with him. And he was like, "Oh, this put me in a hard place." Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, of course. And actually, I think they didn't work together for a little while after that, Drake and Rick Ross, and then so, they came back and did the uh, like, um, was it uh, Go Go? Oh, I can't remember the name of the tune, but they did the um, they did the pack with Omerta and mm-hmm. the other one that we talked about, Money in the Grave, that we yeah. talked about earlier. Because I'm, I'm trying to think now, was was that? Is Rick Ross boys of Mick, uh, Meek Mill? Or... I wouldn't be yeah, surprised. Yeah, but also, yeah. but also, Rick Ross just doesn't really seem to have any haters in the game. He just seems to be quite well respected. Yeah. But then, you know what? You don't. Uh, do you remember when uh, 
Drake got chucked out of the nightclub for throwing a beer bottle at Chris Brown. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And all the Rihanna stuff. Yeah. And, and fair, because it, what, Drake was with Rihanna not long after that, right? Uh, I don't know the exact of that. Of that. I know I'd that, uh, that was probably I know that he got chasing after uh, that, I think. I think, I think that he got thrown out of a nightclub in New York. Um, but then obviously then they made No Guidance absolute banger and then the video to it is is brilliant and again and then, we, we've spoken about this we've said like the bit that makes the video is the whole kind of it's it's that jokey comical theme of the battle with the dancing yeah yeah he started then, to do that a lot later in his career didn't he you know like, yeah. start to introduce those comical themes like yeah. the video of Migos that he did for yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Walking, yeah. Walking yeah. Like yeah. yeah. and he, he, even Hotline Bling you know with him just yeah. fucking enjoying he's, himself he's now memeable isn't he he's now memeable He's, he was one of the first people to also... He's a fucking pioneer in a lot of ways in like, using little bits of modern culture and technology. Mate, you keep just, it to the street. Like he, said, he just st- stays one step ahead of the game. He was, for me, one of the first people who intentionally made themselves memeable. Yeah. Like, realised that, oh... Purposely made himself be, memeable. Yeah. I would love to know the stat on how many Instagram captions have his lyrics in. Yeah. Honestly... Yeah. Without a doubt, there was a time. There was a time where it was just um, people having like, and and even back in the day when it was like BBM and Drake was like early doors. Mm. It was Drake song lyrics. Yeah. Within the two yeah. little um, music, uh, what are they call like octave emojis, yeah, yeah. just Drake song yeah. lyrics everywhere, all yeah. the time. Like he- sweatpants, sweatpants, hair tie, chilling when I'm oh, mate, on. The was man- the most oh, commonly man. used BBM. Yeah. Status, yeah honestly, I reckon. I, I used to say it a lot to a lot of girls. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> it's no rules, Drew. Yeah. Then YOLO again. Like, I'm <laughs> it, but yeah. He's the boy, the, boy. The marketing team is on point. Oh, you know? yeah. Oliver. Oli El Khatib. Um, so, yeah, I guess yeah. Tuscan Leather, man. What a fucking tune. And one of, again, like to open an album like this with a song where he just goes in over a beat for like four minutes. Amazing. Yeah, nice class class album and then um obviously we said that it's toronto artist with the kind of cover the cover but it's also um it's similar to lil wayne's uh car free oh. and then uh, biggie's ready to die yeah that was kind of the influence you know um but yeah let's just crank it up i think because three songs in a row then. there's been some chat so uh if someone could uh, introduce them that would be lovely are we doing all three all three man let's, let's three. roll let's roll the outro so that's been Drake part one um, first four projects um, we will at some point get round to doing part two uh, starting with nothing was the same moving through more life oh, moving through nice. yeah. views sorry more life if you're reading this if you're reading this Dark Lane demo tapes care package talk a little bit about yeah, care package and the unreleased but for now content, um, content. for content. now Three songs uh, of our choice. Um, we hope you enjoy them from Nothing Was the Same, Tuscan Leather, The Language, and The Motion. Yeah. I mean, I'm a little bit sad that we haven't got Sampra involved, but you know. Mate, Too Much was actually one of my choices. But again, if, if you said to Emotion. me, we're going to choose eight songs out of the first four oh, projects. It's impossible. For me, six of them would have possibly come yeah. off of okay, this so the same with the take care but thing. for you guys six might have come yeah. off of take care yeah. so I'm not mad at yeah. it yeah no, we, we, we found we found a middle ground I of think course you have to you have to and when you're talking about an artist of this calibre yeah. the highest possible calibre it's we're hard talking, to pick like, we're talking the Michael Jacksons of our generation we're talking yeah. you, we are, yeah. if you said to me try and pick eight of 
eight songs from Michael Jackson's first four albums, I'll laugh at you. He's struggling. That's laugh why Kanye wanted to basically work with Drake because he yeah. said, "Let me, uh, you are the Michael Jackson of this generation." And it's one of the saddest things, bro, that they haven't been able to do it more often. But um, they, they, no, they have done music together. Oh, I know they've done yeah, it. Yeah, they have done it. But could you imagine if they had collaborated as much as say Jay Z and Kanye have yeah, collaborated? Yeah, but I, I think and it actually come out. I, I think it's probably due to. Um, artistic differences I would say right? yeah. differences yeah. in mentality yeah, yeah. that, that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah not artistic differences yeah. business differences yeah because yeah. 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 especially we lost, again we are going to introduce a song no, but Samfa um, with too much Samfa with, with the Chris Brown Drake basically Drake said that when we produced No Guidance it was kind of the first time I took the lead mm. like we did try mm. and link up before and make music but it weren't really possible okay. like it just there weren't a vibe there so maybe that's what's happened with the whole Kanye situation who knows possibly but um, yeah I mean obviously we've got, got these things, uh, songs coming up next I'm going to speak to you guys now I've been told not to do this but let's do it <laughs> so YouTube you're watching it Spotify you have the songs included we have the Twitter uh, for the Jez FM app, the radio station, 24-7, hip-hop and R&B. We have the Instagram, just for those, you know, little snippets. I hope you've enjoyed it. Obviously, tonight I've got Drew, got Reese here. Um, the fifth episode in the podcast series. Um, I, I hope you've enjoyed it. Obviously, this is the first time filming. It's I've had a great time. I, I feel like every time it every has time, got better. This is going to feel then, uh, weird uh, knowing that I can watch myself back. Oh, I'm, I'm going to hate Very it, strange. honestly. I'm gonna might not watch it. it. Um, might not watch it. I've got to edit it. Yeah, so that's the thing. Don't I, I don't actually know how <laughs> yeah. to video edit at the moment. So, yeah, at, um, at this very stage, you are seeing the earliest stages. Literally at this stage, Jerry's oh, got yeah. to go away. Use our very friendly contacts and and YouTube yeah. to to learn how yeah. to put this together. And like I say. He was doing some clap thing before he, before he had to do some clap. What was that about? What's the so clap I'm saying testing and shit for the first time. Yeah, well, it's, it's all very, very wrong. I don't, I don't go into it. Yeah, but... No, I could you tell us about the clap? So basically, because I've got the mics here and the camera footage there, I have to clap to be able to put the audio into the video for the sound mix. Um But yeah... That's, are, a, that's are, a music like, in a way. We are mere pawns in this Yeah, game. so... But yeah, I'm, I'm learning every week. Every week is getting better, making improvements. But So uh, if you enjoy the chat, like, comment, yeah, subscribe. Yeah, please like, comment, subscribe, share. Um, I think let I've always said you, this. Be honest, man. Let us know what you liked, what I, you didn't like. We'll take stick. I, I love every minute I've spent here. And that's why I'm, I'm an emotional guy. I can't you know. take stick. So you're I, gonna have to. I, I, I YouTube's a brutal place, bro. Yeah, that comment section be, yeah. is a savage place. No, I'm, I'm ready for you. I mean, next time <laughs> I, I now know my camera angles. I know the setup. I'm, I'm gonna actually have a bit of shame. You gotta make a little trailer as well, yeah, bro. I'm making a trailer. If this is a weekly occurrence, don't expect me to be in anything more for my job. Yeah, I mean, it's been a pleasure. Obviously, cheers. Oh, cheers. Cheers. We're gonna listen to the song. Cheers, General. I do want to mention this. So people are like, Jez, what do you do in between the songs? And just so you guys know, so yeah, we talk about the songs. We say what's gonna come up next, and then we actually listen to the song. Yeah, of course we listen to the song. Enjoy it, come back, and then get prepared for. We want to have the same experience that you guys are having. That's what it's about. you know, obviously, I, I can't thank you enough. Can't thank you enough, Mate. Liam, doing the graphics and everything. Fucking love you. Look at this job. Um, Dicko doing the trailer, and every time. Oh yeah, sneak preview of that trailer is going to be coming. Yeah, up as well. so Pick it's just Dicko, like I, I love how everyone's getting well. involved. You know, people messaging me saying, "Can I get involved?" It's it's going to come. Um, it's it's early doors, man. I've got, I've gone from you got radio station to video podcast in two months. 
you got a lot of people to meet. It's almost the 14th hour. We were talking about work ethic earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. a lot of people to meet, a lot of stuff to hear, but let's get into yeah. the songs, man. So, yeah, let's get into it. All right. Coming up next, we have. <laughs> Tuscan Lever. Tuscan Lever. Don't say. Wait. Language. Tuscan Lever. The language. And the emotion. Emotion. Love it. emotion. Right. Enjoy it. Like, share, tweet, subscribe. Peace and love. Stay safe. This, this is, is Jess FM, and we're signing out. Cheers. <laughs>